been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. This is episode 25, and today is February 22nd, 2021, and we have a great show lined up today, a bunch of Disney news, Disney Plus info, uh, the Disney dollar game. Uh, we also, we have two guests for the price of one today. Joining us, we have Lisa from The Happiest Vegan on Earth, and we have Melissa from Vegan Disney World, and they're going to tell us all about how you can basically navigate the parks if you're a vegan or if you want to eat vegan for your trip. They're going to tell you where to go, and they're going to tell you what's what's tasty, and what you might not even realize is vegan that you might have had the whole time. Also today, the crew is going to be discussing their favorite queue lines in Walt Disney World. Uh, some of those lines where you don't even mind getting stuck on because the queue is just so kind of entertaining and just awesome in itself. But first, let's get into the Disney Underground roll call. First, we got the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. Hi. Hi, ho. How you guys doing? Good. How Great. are you? I hear you, you, you're warming up a little bit. Warming up. Slowly but Things surely. Are on the up and up. We are out of the negatives. That's all you can ask for. Such a positive. Right? Getting out right? the bikinis. It's, it's, We're in the teens. Start. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And from sunny in Miami, we're actually blessed with Joey and Sam today. How are you guys doing? Hey, it's uh, great to be here. I'll just have to show you guys. It's 81 right now. (laughs) Put that out there. Sorry. (laughs) Joey, sir, uh, please leave. Please leave, Joey. You're, you're no longer welcome. Hey, wait, isn't it isn't it like on social media the whole thing of everyone's just slamming Florida because we're like the only ones in the entire country that's not getting killed with uh, cold snow right now? I, I haven't seen it, but it sounds about right. Yeah. So it sounds about I right. almost, almost feel bad. Almost. I don't, but I almost feel bad. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I wouldn't either. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. Listen, you're gonna be joining us soon anyway. So soon, you're gonna be enough. one of the you're gonna be one of the evil people in Florida soon. Uh, let's move on to our Disney locals. Brad and Tiff, what's up, guys? Hey. How is uh, how is it over there in Central Florida? You know, it's so true that it is very, very warm. I haven't really been able to enjoy it too much. I've been in climate control. Only 77. In the office. <laughs> but Tiffany did call me from oh. the park today and tell me that she wished she had worn shorts. So yeah, I know, I it, I know it's happening. I yeah. Thought, I thought I, I could routines today but well it wasn't too too bad but i feel for you tiffany i really feel for you yeah, it was a, right. that must have been such a bad day <laughs> it wasn't right. a great day actually <laughs> <laughs> i right. rode the hulk so oh that's yeah that, there's always a good day when you get on the hulk at, at universal the u word we call it here but uh <laughs> but uh listen so yeah we're gonna actually get some really cool ideas i know i know steph is a vegetarian for sure yeah um, i am so yeah, when when uh, we we when I met with these two girls, I was like, "That's perfect. Let's have them on together." One handles Disneyland, one handles Disney World. So we're gonna get a little bit of uh, some tips on both sides of the, the country. Really interesting stuff. So stay tuned for that. I got some good news. You guys remember a couple weeks ago, right? When I mentioned how my I had a new uh, nephew who was born. Yeah, right? Jaden. I was asked today to be the god to be the Godfather. 
Oh my gosh. Oh so, boy. So, so I'm the godfather. That's so awesome. So I'm I'm a godparent now to my new, my new nephew Jaden. And so I just wanted to give them a shout out and thank them very much for thinking of me. Um and uh I'll see them soon with the uh for when we finally get to chance to do this christening. That but, poor um, kid. I was say, did they think that through? Or, is that, yeah, are you sure they know what they're getting into here? I, I accepted before he could change his mind. Yeah. I, I, I also told him that I think it's in the rules that the godparent has to accompany the child on the first Disney trip, and it's somewhere yeah. in the bylaws. So um, I will be with yep. Jaden on, on his first Disney trip. Yep. Um, and in some heavy news, we just want to send our condolences and our prayers and thoughts to uh, what's going on in Texas right now. I know a lot of people are dealing with a lot of hardships in Texas. Uh, the weather is just nuts down there and a lot of people, you know, have lost power and water. And, uh, we just want to let everyone know that that's listening. That's from Texas that, uh, your, yeah, our thoughts and prayers are with you guys. All right. For sure. Yeah. Rough stuff. Rough stuff. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is Ears by Elena and you can find them on Instagram at at Ears by Elena and on Etsy at Etsy.com slash shop slash Ears by Elena. And they make Disney themed ears, if you couldn't tell by their name, but they're really cute, really cool. Check them out. Uh, we want to thank them for being today's sponsor. And that's also this week's trivia prize is uh, a pair of ears from Ears by Elena. How do we how do we enter said contest, guys? I can tell you how. I was hoping you would, Stephanie. You have, you have to make sure you're following our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Send us a DM with the trivia. Trivia question answer. The correct answer enters you in the drawing for a chance to win the prize. One lucky winner will be selected from all contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on our next episode, which will be uploaded on February 22nd. You can answer from right now until Thursday, February 25th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Good luck. Good luck. And uh, what's that What's that question? On our last episode, which was uploaded on February 15th, we had a very special guest, Nick Walker, on our show. What role did he say he played in Hamilton? Alexander Hamilton. It's a great part, oh, isn't it? I'm I didn't, sorry, I couldn't resist I wasn't that. sure what we were talking about until you did that. <laughs> I tell you what, I can't wait till uh, till Broadway opens back up. I want to go see his uh, the new the play he's in now about the Temptations. Oh my gosh! He's too proud to beg. I know. I mean, well, you, Stephanie and her mom have tickets to Music Man, so they're equally excited. Oh, I can imagine yeah, that. And that we were going to try to add that on. So hey, it, oh really? And he's the lead yeah. in that one. Um, Nick Walker actually plays the main the main guy. So God bless it, man. Mm-hmm. He's um, really cool guy. I hope everybody enjoyed that interview last week. Um, but you also got. Two winners to get announced. As you guys remember, last week I didn't have the name in front of me and I couldn't get to it. So I want to announce last week's winner, Janet Crispino. She won last week's trivia prize. And this week's trivia prize was won by Kelly Azinger. So Janet and Kelly, we will be reaching out to you guys on Instagram. We will uh, get you out your package of the prize that you won, Lickety Split. (laughs) Get the Pony Express rolling Lickety Split. There we go. All right. Notify the winners. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you for thank you so much for listening, guys. And your prize will be out very soon. So, so be on the lookout for that. Also, guys, we have a ton of news. A lot of big stuff happened this week, I feel. I feel there's a lot of stuff in the news this week for Disney. Why don't we talk about it a little bit? You guys want to talk some news? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's start over there by, by Dan and Steph. What do you guys got in the news today? Stephanie? Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I remember my first <laughs> podcast. 
poorly produced. Disney <laughs> Disney is now accepting reservations for vacations planned for 2022. So that's good news. But as of right now, guests are not able to purchase the Disney dining plan for their vacation packages. There is no word on when Disney may bring the dining plan back. Little concerned that this is not going to come back. I oh, I think it will. I think it will. I, I think know. it's a moneymaker, man. I honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I've gotten the, the, the meal plan before and I always, I usually always get it when it's available, but I always find I don't really spend as much as I, as what I probably paid for it. Right. It's not off by much, but it's probably a little bit. So I'm sure they make money out on the deal. The difference is, is that worrying about, all right, do I, it's either you could pay it now or you could pay it later. I'd rather have it paid off, not having to worry about having to have the cash on me or having to worry about, okay, let me budget for the week. It's already spent. The money's there. They got, you know, I'm going to eat whatever I want. And, and that's the benefit to me. That, that's what, yep. <laughs> that's true. You. That's, but that's the, that's the benefit. Like, so, and again, I don't. I was going to say, especially because they brought that quick service plan where you could, you could even do that lower, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they added, yeah. They added a couple of different, different plans, different tiers to the plan. Yeah. So I think it's definitely going to come back. I think it's too much of a money maker because I think that more times than not, they make out on the deal. Don't get me wrong. This, I'm sure this, like, this time I'll even go and I'll be like, I have to get the most expensive thing. And that's like an added pressure because sometimes I'm not eating really what I want. Sometimes I want to get the chicken or the pasta mm-hmm. and it's just not as much as the steak or the lobster. Listen yes. how excited he's getting. <laughs> I, get so, I get so giddy, right? Hey, sometimes but I get I mean, the chicken. I sometimes I want to get the steak. Either way, I want to get the most I can get. I didn't know until recently. So whenever I get snacks left over, to me, that's an easy that's an easy yeah. like thing to bring back for friends. Like, oh, I have to get, I have to, you know, you always, you always got friends that you got to think, to, oh, I got to bring something back for them. Well, they, you get the snacks, you know, you can always use the snacks. And the other thing too, is if you ever have the di- like actual dining points left over and now it's like your last day, you're really not gonna be able to use them or you're so full from eating like, like I would eat for a week that you can't really shove any more into your mouth. What you can do is I believe it's every, for every dining credit, it's like three or four snacks. So like you can actually convert your dining credits into snack oh. credits. So say you have like, oh. I think it's three or four. So like, so for every dining point you have left, you can just go into a place and use them as, and, and get snacks for it. And so for every dining point, I think it's either three snacks or four snacks. So that's always, and I didn't know that until like, until years after I've been using it. I had it. no idea. And yeah. by- and by friends, Gene means the wild animals that he feeds outside his house. So he needs to make sure. That he brings well, yeah, they, yeah, the, the peacocks, the cats, the possums. Exactly. I you always got friends. You got to bring stuff back to. Right. You know, I and that's what I do. You know, I throw all my scraps of vegetables and stuff. I throw it in the yard because if, if anything, at worst, it's like just compost or something in my grass, right? But but better yet is maybe like birds will eat it or squirrels will eat it. His, his neighbors are going to be like, they, Dude, oh, they, Gene again. <laughs> Freaking bears are coming around here. We're tired of seeing this. So, so I there's an ostrich out there now. Like I had I, I had cucumbers that were about to turn. I'm like, I'm never gonna eat all these cucumbers. I might as well chop them up and just throw them in the front yard. So my wife ends up I, I wasn't home, but my wife got home later him, on. Dude. I can't imagine. Did you see him out there just winging? It's just like a giant lawn compost. Like well, my, so my wife texts me all caps saying, I know I told you to stop throwing vegetables in the yard. Don't do it again. All caps, exclamations. And then as like an idiot, I came, I got home later that day, ate an apple and threw the core out in the front. Because I'm thinking a, a squirrel would take that, right? Oh my God. I don't know. You got like a dry salad out your front lawn. There's something about it that just sounds like the Snow White way. I think (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Work. (laughs) She comes home and says, "You know, I know, I I know you read my text. I thought I told you not to throw anything out." I was like, "Oh, I was like, what? Why? What happened?" She goes, "There's an apple core in the front grass." I'm like. 
Oh, that was before the text. That was a couple of days ago. It probably looks real because like it looks legit because it was in snow. It was, you know, it was frozen. So that's why it didn't age or get, you know, brown. Oh, she gosh. fell for it. Can you imagine driving by watching you <laughs> not knowing what you're well, doing? Food guy tossing house. garbage in the yard. <laughs> food coming out the window. <laughs> that's what I do. I just, I just throw it out my front window. They're so terrible. <laughs> I could see him out there with the wooden salad spoons. <laughs> <laughs> Mixing up the yard. Come on, guys. Come get your meal. Jesus. Yeah, he's raking and he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh let's let's get into some more news. Sorry. What else, right. what else we got still? Now that Disney has started accepting bookings for vacations through 2022, it appears that the Disney Park Pass reservation system is here to stay for quite a while. Guests can currently book a park pass through January 14th of 2023. So if you are planning your vacation, make sure to reserve your park pass as early as possible to ensure availability. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is really surprise anybody. I mean, no. you kind of figured this was going to go all the way through at least this year. So I guess it doesn't. I heard too, if uh, if you know of a resort opening that isn't open yet, but it's going to, you won't be able to make that reservation until it actually opens. They said, yeah, just kind of. That's a bummer. Weird. Mm-hmm. Like well, we can't go on and you know, and, like and ma- try to book quarterly. Even if we knew it was going to open, right. let's say in two months, we have to wait two months. Right. To- so the, yeah. now you already know everybody's going to be uh, bum rushing the, uh, right. the exactly. website trying to get that, that reservation. All right, Steph, what else we got? Disney is teaming up with Native Shoes to bring the style of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse to an all-new collection of footwear. The adult's Jefferson Shoe is Native Shoes' original EVA All-Star, embodying the company's token lightness with a durable rubber toe. Available in a black Mickey all-over print and a red Minnie all-over print. The shoe is shock-absorbent, odor-resistant, and hand-washable. Both of these styles come in women's size 5 to men's 12. There are matching kids styles as well. So that's kind of cute. Yeah. They're available now at shopdisney.com, Walt Disney World Resort, Downtown Disney District, Disneyland Resort, and coming soon to all Disney stores. Mm. Have you guys seen these? I, have. I haven't. Are they cool? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, they're cool. They're cool cuz you can get them wet. I mean, I they're wouldn't. Cool. They're, they're structured. Well, you're going to get wet in Florida. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not my they're not my favorite. Um, actually, I don't really like them, but I think oh, they're very <laughs> Native, Native yeah. just called me today wondering if we want to partner with them and do a promotion. However. <laughs> Jesus. However, I'm not in super hot weather and, you know, I think if they're very, very functional. And they yeah. look better than Crocs, so. <laughs> what else, Steph? Okay. I have really good news. Really good? Okay. Yeah. Really good news? Really good news. That's not like you, Steph. Lovers. I know. Usually it's like sad stuff. This is really good news. All right. Let's hear it. Coffee lovers. Hey, all you coffee lovers. <laughs> Starbucks in downtown Disney has now reopened. Yay. Yeah. They have been closed since December 7th due to the stay at home order in Southern California. You know, usually when you go to a place, it's like they're either Coke or Pepsi, but they're Starbucks and Joffrey's. Mm-hmm. Stephanie you know? loves Joffrey's too. I love Joffrey's. We get that. Coffee like Mm-hmm. Every I month like I get it. Every month, month you? Yeah. Maybe or not, Starbucks had the winning treat of the Valentine's season. It was like an amazing heart shaped, almost like a gourmet Twinkie, but like more substantial. It was amazing with like crystal. Love me some Twinkies. 
Me too. Yo, I got to be honest. I'm hyperventilating right now. I didn't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say a gourmet Twinkie? <laughs> I love Twinkies. We purposely I, kept this from you, Gene. I got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed <laughs> that I didn't know about this. I bought what color four was of them it? on the way out of the park, and I'm ashamed to four? say I ate three and a half of them. I just kept going. Like a meaning half, I think, is the key days. there. Yeah, why, why the half? Why not just finish it off? Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're okay. Twinkie size, three is not that bad. Yeah. Are they are they actually Twinkie size? Or are they uh, if you took a Twinkie and you know kind of cut, cut it, it and turn it into a heart, heart you know? <laughs> mm, oh. Okay. oh yeah, okay. I had the half of the one. Like, well, yeah. I'm glad Brad gave you at least a quarter of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and can I can I say something? I mean, I know it's not Disney, but we're talking about just Twinkies. Does anybody think like or is it me or the Twinkies not as big as when we were kids? I feel like they shrunk them down a little bit. Yeah. I haven't weighed mine recently and I haven't measured, so I'm not really sure. I think they're smaller, man. I, I think Hostess is playing dense. games. They're like a little more dense. Speaking of which, you know they're not putting enough cream fill cheese inside the combos anymore. Have you noticed that? Right. Well, I, oh. I haven't oh. noticed that. Oh, I'm disappointed. In there? Yeah. There's a negative space in the combos. Yeah, which you cannot have. That's just. Oh, you yeah. definitely yeah. cannot have that. I would like to try to get as much out of the out of it with my tongue as I can, and yes. then, and then I then I crunch on it. Right, like a dog, Gene. <laughs> That's how I do. It's like those Kong rubber Kongs yeah. for dogs that they put peanut butter in. Yeah. Gene's doing it with a combo. <laughs> the pizzeria combo is at that. The pizzeria combos. It's the only combo that Gene will eat. And it's got to walk into the living room and the there's Gene. <laughs> because he can. Yeah. His wife keeps him occupied and gives him a combo to look, look out This for is America, while. and I can eat combos any way I like. <laughs> that is true. How do you have time with throwing all your produce <laughs> yeah, you're, on? You're... <laughs> well, I got two hands. One's for throwing out. Oh, Mr. Okay. Mr. Fusion. Throwing it out. Got it. Produce on the lawn. Well, you know, if you're wandering around Disney's Magic Kingdom, like I tend to do. Yep. Every year, I guess. <laughs> Uh, then you may notice that the Main Street Firehouse has reopened. Yay! But it is sad to see that all the sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom props are now gone. So that was a quick yeah. teardown, takedown. So that's all on that. But it's I think a lot of people were hoping that maybe there was going to be a little more involved in what they were going to reveal after they mm-hmm. did take it out. Or a replacement of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So They do have a fire engine in there. They have patches and stuff from... Like other service chapters of fire department in the country, I'm sure it's temporary. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, it's too cool of a spot. They got to do something cool with it, right? I mean, it's, <gasps> it's such an awesome part of of the park right there that I got to imagine Prime they're going to do. Yeah, they're going to do something with it. All right, Dan, what else? Well, a new trinket tray highlighting Epcot has been released for the Epcot version. Spaceship Earth stands majestically in the center while the world showcase circles around the tray beneath. This piece has some good weight to it, and the tray has a bit of a lip to keep your trinkets from sliding off. The new trinket tray is also just $17.99. Now this completes the trinket trays for each park. Although what's odd is each tray is round in design, features a park icon in the middle of the tray, but the Cinderella Castle Magic Kingdom one is a rectangle and it doesn't have a painted outer rim. It has actual kind of 3D walls. It looks really weird, but we have them all now for those that were collecting. Mm -hmm. I just think it's odd that all the other ones are the exact same concept and then you got that weird one. Yeah, that is kind of 
confusing. I didn't even know what that Cinderella one was when I saw it at first. And I never did associate it with a t- trinket tray. I hear what Dan's saying, though. Like, why make three of them one way and then one like the odd yeah. one? That's yeah, the part weird. that's it's not like one doesn't look really good. It's just that it's just weird that you have like this matching set. <laughs> And one doesn't, it's like, what? which one doesn't go with the other kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. So, all right. What else we got, Dan? Well, out of all the clothing and other merchandise celebrating Disneyland's Resort's 65th anniversary in 2020, it was the Funko Pops that had everybody hoping they'd be lucky enough to own. Two of the biggest ones were the ones that included Sleeping Beauty Castle. While the castle that included Walt is still sold out. I know you like that stuff. I know, I do. The band leader Mickey Mouse option Mm. is now back in stock. It's currently available on Amazon to order. Um, when I checked, it was twenty eight sixty nine to be exact. Okay. And it is now actually back in stock, totally to ship. So I would highly suggest grabbing that. Okay. If you missed out the first time. Okay. I don't think the Walt one's coming back because it was a park exclusive. I think. Yeah, that one was cool. But that's cool. I like. I yeah. actually, you know, like I said. We have not dived into any Funko collecting. Can't even look. I, I feel I like would, if you did, Dan, it would be a problem. Like you would need like to go to meetings. I have a the- problem with being like incomplete with stuff. If it's a collection, I like to have, you know, mm-hmm. all the pieces. However, I could make an exception maybe for this one and buy things that have buildings in them. Yeah. Because I really like the buildings. <laughs> like there's a Haunted Mansion one too with the butler. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because the buildings don't look as exaggerated as Funko Pop figures look. To yeah. me, I just just not right. my type of design, but right. Good way right. to control yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to make up these excuses. I know. It's like we can't even look. It's like <laughs> I know. don't look. I just don't want to see make, you know get yourself in trouble, Dan. I care. <laughs> Put the Funko down. Thanks. Uh well. This is exciting. What's that? One of my yeah. favorite restaurants that we talked about, the Garden Grill in Epcot, yep. is rotating once again. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Ron has stopped turning back in January. At Garden Grill, guests are invited to take in visuals from living with the land, such as scenes as a rainforest, farmhouse, thunderstorm, sandstorm, prairie, while indulging in an all-you-can-eat family-style meal. Rotation is slow, and your meal usually lasts one rotation. Guests can enjoy a delicious harvest feast while taking in the view. I like this little angle on that restaurant. It's Me cool. too. Yeah, it's kind of like it makes it kind of sets it apart from other places that it does yeah. stuff like that. Yep. You know? Yeah, its own little unique kind of spin. Pun intended. well one more i guess i could have followed this up with my other funko pop but if you are one of the many people that enjoy collecting the funko pops figures (laughs) (laughs) then you will definitely want to know about the newest addition to the pop deluxe disney parks collection oh no a collection (laughs) which is a glow in the dark pirates of the caribbean skeleton on a gold pile Uh oh can't look Members of the Funko Fan Club, oh my gosh, it's a fan club, can enter a lottery to try and get it on March 3rd. But the rest of us will have to wait until 6 a.m. Pacific time on March 4th to get it. Is this going to be a major problem again in Funko Pop world? It might be. (laughs) I'm stressed out reading it. Like, that's what I don't like about Funko Pops. It's great if you like the one that's everywhere and not hard to get, but... (laughs) But when they're in the park and then you see, you know, park exclusives and everyone's lined up around know, the corner. So it's tough. Well, Stephanie. Yeah. This is big, big time news now. I know. 
I'm so excited. <laughs> what is it? Do you know what's coming? Yep. Well, this week we were all lucky recipients <laughs> of the trailer for Cruella. Yes. And I was a little surprised to be really happy, even more happy than the trailer was to see the posters. Mm-hmm. I love the rock fashion styled posters mm-hmm. that there's two of them I saw for the movie. There's they're super, super and cool. And that cheesy descendants, it's it's real. I mean, this looks high fashion. This is the origin story of iconic villain Cruella DeVille. It's arrived. Disney's live action take on the classic character is coming to theaters this spring with Emma Stone taking on the role made famous by Glenn Close. This is just such a cool vibe Mm -hmm. look already. I mean, the trailer alone is please, please, please have it be as good as that trailer looks. I think it will. I feel like I'm watching the trailer kind of to the Joker. It's the same that's crazy. I've got. What? Yeah, that's crazy because that was going to be my response when we talked about it today was like, it feels so reminiscent of like a Joker backstory. That's insane that you said that because I was literally going to follow up saying the same exact thing. Yeah, it does. Oh, it has that darkness where you almost feel icky. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right? It's almost like it's, it's almost like it feels good to be bad kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well Stephanie, give I love it so much. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. The synopsis. <laughs> Corella, which is set in 1970s London amidst the punk rock revolution. I have chills just Sold, Stephanie, (laughs) sold. (laughs) Follows a young grifter named Estella, a clever and creative girl determined to make a name for herself with her designs. She befriends a pair of young thieves who appreciate her appetite for mischief, and together they are able to build a life for themselves on the London streets. One day, Estella's flair for fashion catches the eye of the Baroness von Helm a fashion legend who was devastatingly chic and terrifyingly hot, played by two-time Oscar winner Emma Thompson. We know her from Howard's End, Sense of Sensibility, just to name a few. But their relationship sets in motion a course of events and revelations that'll cause Estella to embrace her wicked side and become the raucous, fashionable, and revenge-bent Cruella. Dude, that was oh really gosh, good. Thanks. Oh that was my good. So that was good. a good read. I'm really <laughs> excited. Yeah. Oh, it's, good. Hopefully everybody you, will go see Can it. you tell how Stephanie's excited about this movie? <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I mean, just, is there any doubt that this is going to be a monster? It might be too dark for people. No, I don't. I, I mean, just a yeah. monster hit. I mean, like a, just it should a be. I can't. I feel like it's going to be a monster hit, man. I hope it lives up to the hype because that's what's going to happen. Especially if we could start going back to theaters at that point too. Could you imagine just people just just the fact that people can go to see a blockbuster at a theater is a, is going to be is going to help it along the way alone. Yeah, like the yeah. story looks like I must have watched that trailer three or four times just to mm-hmm. kind of make sure I got it all in to see what yeah. I might have missed in it. It looks like it might be like it might be one of the the, the better live action Disney films that they've done with mm-hmm. all these. You know, these reboots and these live action um, remakes and stuff. Not, not that it's a remake, it's more of a prequel, but but you know what I'm saying. I, I That live action vibe. I feel like this looks like it could be the best of the best, Adam. Yeah, when they show her in her kind of a strange, disheveled look and makeup mm-hmm. is all smeared and she's driving. Wow, that was, it was really pulled off well, I think. And I was leery because I'm not a big Emma Stone fan. I find her I to be that. like, yeah, I mean, to me, she's like, she, she reminds me of Zac Efron a lot. Like, you know. <laughs> No substance. But yeah, he's got a, maybe his will be as good too. Three Men and a Baby remake coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> did you just make that up? No, it's going to happen. That's happening. That's real. <laughs> That's real. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, oh, I hope Ted Danson comes back. I want to see Me Ted too. Danson. God, that'd be awesome. Um, I love Ted Danson. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I uh, not a big Emma Stone fan. I just I, I like her. She's I like her. She's pretty good, at least to me. I liked her. I liked her in like uh, Super Bad. Super Bad was fabulous. That was a fantastic oh, movie. Great movie. Um, the one with uh, Steve Carell, Crazy Stupid Love, or something like that. Is that what it was? I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it wasn't that great of a movie. Nobody knows it. <laughs> so anyway, she was good in that. But other than Fire that, I'm like rom com hey. friends up. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> No, but you didn't. Uh, she was actually pretty good in that Easy A. No, I I never seen it. It's actually pretty good. Was it good? Okay. Yeah. So, what do you got, Brad? Yeah, in the news, a couple of new experiences inspired by the Raya and the Last Dragon film coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. The first experience will allow guests to learn how to draw characters from the film at the animation experience in the conservation station. Starting on February 22nd, the second experience will consist of the artist creating a 40-ton sand sculpture featuring Rhea, Tuk-Tuk, Sisu, and Angi on the Discovery Island stage. The artist will be building the sculpture from February 19th through February 21st, and it will remain on display through March. I always love these artist experiences back there at the conservation station. They really, they go so well. They're hosted so well. They never, ever feel like a low-end production. They're always so fun. Yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. It does sound cool. Well, and in more good news, uh, building off of lots of good news, this yeah. Hong Kong Disneyland has reopened on February 19th for the third time since the pandemic started. The park closed on December 2nd, due to a rise in COVID-19 cases, the park is reopening with some new initiatives in place to further strengthen measures against COVID-19. Some of these new measures will be having all cast members receive mandatory COVID-19 testing every 14 days, and guests will have to make a health declaration when making reservations. Also, all guests will be required to provide their names and contact numbers on the Hong Kong Park Reservation site. So that's really? that's, that's a positive, man. You know, uh, and hopefully California is right behind, man, with Disneyland. I mean, I think that's a big step is one of the parks in Asia to kind of really, you know, set up a reopening. I feel like California's got to be right behind, you know? Well, Disney has announced that it's tough to be a bug attraction that is housed in the Tree of Life at Disney's Animal Kingdom will be closing for a short refurbishment on March 8th. Don't worry, it will only be closed for a few days because it's scheduled to reopen on March 12th. <laughs> All right, Brad, what else we got? Well, if you are one of the many people who wondered what happened in Halloween Town after the events of The Nightmare Before Christmas, then we have some exciting news for you. Author Shay Earnshaw is currently working on a novel that will explore the events shortly after the movie where Jack and Sally are happily married. But things go wrong when Sally accidentally lets a villain loose. Damn it, Sally. <laughs> this has an impact on the entire holiday world. It's up to Sally to go on a quest to some of the other holiday worlds as the Pumpkin Queen to figure out how to save the world. The author, Shay Earnshaw, has said this new book, written from the point of view of Sally, takes place shortly after the movie ends. It's the get-to-be-told love story of Sally and Jack, but it's also a coming-of-age story for Sally, as we see her navigate her new royal title as the Pumpkin Queen of 
Halloween Town. It will hopefully give fans a long-awaited second dose of Sally, Jack, and all the familiar residents of Halloween Town while introducing a new cast of grim, strange characters that I hope readers love. This book is scheduled to come out in July of 2022. Hey, what makes me super excited about this is I feel yeah. like it's going to be, that means it's going to be a movie eventually, right? It has to be. It's got to be. Because I'll tell you what, I'm I'm not, I'm not into reading novels and stuff, so I will probably not read this, but you know, Dan thinks I can't read. I can read Dan. <laughs> I just really don't like talk to. about it a lot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but so contrary to Dan's belief, I can read, but no, but all can decide that just means it's one step to becoming a movie. And that's dope. Yes. So do you guys think this is endorsed by Tim Burton? It's this whole story. Does it has to, right? I would have to, I would have to imagine that. They, I would have to imagine, but if they're going to let egos get in the way of who thinks it's okay to do it and who's not, they're going to really miss out on a huge opportunity because that will be a hit. No matter how good it is, it'll still be, it'll well, still make, it'll still I know that Great. Tim Burton never wanted a sequel. He he said it was a complete film. For, so from his perspective, you know, that's just where, because they tried to do that already. They tried no. to get him Cool. Well, so it's but, not a film. It's a novel. But, because, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. mean. but maybe he'll endorse it at this point. I don't know. But yeah. I do really like this concept because to me, Sally, I felt like already she was written to be wiser than Jack in a so, lot of ways. Yeah, and so she already has that in her to, to kind so of take, take charge. Um, you know, he's always kind of very emotional and off doing whatever. And, and she's like very focused and like, this is how things work. And this is what we need to do. I mean, she's poisoning the guy, not to go to sleep. <laughs> she's poisoning the guy. Works, right? Well, <laughs> anyway, frog's breath. <laughs> I think it's cool to explore her character. I totally like that. I just know. I just know that Tim Burton has said on multiple occasions he doesn't want a sequel. So. Well, <laughs> I hope that they reach out to him. And if he doesn't, like I said earlier, now, guys, I'm the Godfather. I'll I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. And it'll either be, you guys are the line. One of two things on the contract. I better, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, Tim Burton. I don't mean that. But please do the movie because it's going to be fantastic. I'm the That's Godfather. That's a freaking demand for Planet of the Apes sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be telling you something. That couldn't have been any, that might have been the worst film he's ever done. I'm, so, I'm glad someone touched it, but I'm anxious for someone to do Planet of the Apes again. Do it right. I, I want to just, I, I rather them just, if you're going to redo it, do it the original version just with updated actors and updated technology. Don't change the story. Like they changed the story, and that was right. what the problem was, at least to me. I mean, yeah. it could it could have been worse. They could have had Zac Efron in it, but nah. <laughs> there's a good chance Disney owns Planet of the Apes now. So. Yeah, because it was Fox, right? Wasn't it Fox originally? No. Yeah. All right, Brad. Thank you so much, Tiff. What do you got in the news today? Okay. Well, to start off, I thought this was really interesting. Over at Hollywood Studios, you have the um, relaxation station at Galaxy's Edge, which is it's kind of outside to the the side of where the market is in the corner. And now they're going to close that and move it over to Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Now the theater is still remaining closed. So, you know, they've got the big fans in there. It's going to be nice to, to cool off. I think nicer because the area at um, Galaxy's Edge out in the open, it's not shaded. But at the same time, I'm depressed because I want any. Well, see, they probably totally heard do. the podcast and you talking about that. It was like, <laughs> well, let's move the relaxation spot over there for her. that'll That'll probably be good <laughs> enough. Satisfying. Let's see if it makes the next show. 
Yeah. <laughs> We're changing the world, guys. We're changing the world. <laughs> I gotta be honest though, I think it makes it more frustrating to me that, that Indiana Jones isn't open. To me, it's like it's like yeah. they're using the space. Let's just see right. let's just see the show. I know. Right, just do the show. Right. Yeah, we're gonna have people yeah. sitting there, yeah. relaxing when they could be sitting there watching the show. I, I think it's somewhat what, what Brad spoke. So I think it was either last week or the week before, where it's probably more like a union, the union thing. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Sure. So, you know. Well, yeah. Next up, Disney has announced that the Walt Disney Swan Reserve will be officially opening September first of twenty twenty one, and the Walt Disney Swan Reserve sits next to obviously the Swan and the Dolphin Resorts. It's going to hold 349 guest rooms, 149 spacious suites, and two presidential suites. <laughs> Reservations are now available. So I, I say that because they're, I think they're doing a restaurant like on top, another like dining sky, sky experience. It's really? definitely seemed like they do. Is that confirmed? Yeah. It's been a lot of fun to watch. And obviously this one like went through a name change. I can't recall what they were calling yeah. it originally, right. but now they're calling it the Swan Reserve. And this building has so much tile work on the outside like aqua's gray mm -hmm. and reflective materials when it lights up in the sun so sometimes i mean i'm a big advocate of spending less on hotels and more on attractions but this is a beautiful piece and yeah. nobody misses it coming into walt disney i'm just hoping that presidential suites aren't that thing on top because I, I was hoping that was a sky view restaurant, restaurant again yeah. yeah another one i think that would be better than that would be cool it's and that's a beautiful area i mean well i guess where is there not a beautiful area in disney but that's mm -hmm. a good like a, just a beautiful area too yeah, you, did you guys have a little fun fact? Did you guys know the Dolphin is the highest or the tallest hotel in, in Disney World Resorts? No, it makes sense because you can see it from everywhere. Yeah, it is yeah. true. Yeah, and that might be a question on the next version, the new version of the game show, right, Dan? Ooh, yeah. So yeah, maybe if people are listening and you get asked that question, now you know. So. We, um, but we can't play? No. no. Fortunately, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got to worry about Steph dressing up in like a costume and trying to get on the show. <laughs> Just tried doing that last time; it wasn't cool, man. Dude, I know you caught me. <laughs> All right, Tiff, what else we got? Uh, Disney Parks Pass reservation has been replenished for market March and April for all guests. So if you're planning a visit, then you should make your park pass reservation as early as you can to ensure you get your passes for the park you want on the day you want. So what does that mean? We can still get passes. I think that they had run out and that they gave another infusion of passes in March. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, too. Yeah. Okay, because, um, yeah, it was getting a little sticky there yeah, well, around valentine's day uh weekend and stuff like that but yeah you definitely like we you know we were commenting earlier tonight that the parks do seem more crowded right now so so maybe they, we're not saying in a bad way we're saying in a nice way maybe they they're upping the the number a little bit without really letting us know so there's not a panic or not scaring people away i, I hear what you're saying too because yeah. like where you don't want to be smothered by people where it, where it's overcrowded you still want that there's that energy that when it is when there is people in the park there's an energy to it almost like like a baseball stadium when you go to a baseball game there's a lot of people there there's an energy when it becomes like detracting to what you're trying to do as far as you know waiting on three-hour lines and stuff like that then it's where it's overkill but i get what you're saying it's almost like you could feel like a good energy when it's when there's a decent sea of people in, in, in the crowd yeah correct is that, is that where you were kind of going? Oh, yeah. 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 I feel you. I know we did ours like two weeks ago, I think. Two, three weeks ago. I know we we started it like three weeks ago and then we 
fig- we finished it up like like a week and a half ago. Yeah. So um, and we didn't, I think I said everything was green at the time for the most part. Yeah, everything yeah. was green. So, Are you excited? Two more weeks? Yeah, no, not even really. It's like uh, it's like a week. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. So it's gonna be just me and, and the wife. The kids aren't coming now, and um, so and now you'll be gone, and they can have their big party at the house that they're playing. Damn. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Zoe is the best nanny you could ever have. Oh. Zoe will not let things go down here. Zoe is my, my that's my home girl, my guard dog, and they're gonna have so True. much work between school and feeding all these animals. They're gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, aren't they gonna just <laughs> make sure? <laughs> They can make sure that nobody throws anything in the front yard. Yeah, the, the, yeah. I told them already. I have charts of who gets fed what when. Like, oh my gosh, this bowl goes. Oh, they got to <laughs> make sure the peacocks are fed. Make sure that there's the the for the stray cats. We keep a bowl off for stray cats. <laughs> you got to take care of these animals. If you don't do it, who will, Steph? Don't forget Wednesday's Possum <laughs> Wednesday. Make sure to get the possum food out there. I haven't seen the possum in a while. We. I don't know if it's the same possum. I don't know if it's the same guy, but we see like these over the summer. I haven't seen him since like maybe November-ish. He hasn't been coming around lately. I don't know. Uh-oh. I might be just maybe missing he him. He's like, like I'm going to put this down on my calendar. Yeah. I haven't seen him. They maybe love he cat wants food. all organic produce or something. I've been putting out meow mix. I don't think he likes the meow mix. Yeah. I Those possums are. Hey, should we sticky. make it over to Gene's house? No, he gives us cat food now. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you how weird I am. I saw a stray in the, out in the back by my job, out by the warehouse. I show up to work every day with a tin of of tuna or cat food to make sure I can leave a little bit out. Even if I don't see him, I know he comes by the, our back trailer and I leave it out when I leave for the day because I know he's going to probably come around. And I leave it out there every day. I'm a softie when it comes to animals. Alligators. You cannot feed alligators. It's against the law. I usually can miss missing limbs and stuff is usually a problem. Just, yeah. But um but if if they look like if I saw an alligator in in, in my neighborhood he and I noticed, friendly and he looked friendly and I noticed that day by day he's losing a little bit of weight, I'm gonna <laughs> oh figure something God. out. I gotta no, I'm gonna take please care of him. Do not do that. I gotta pet him on the head a few times, let him know it's gonna be okay. I have a I have a good feeling me and the alligator are gonna become fast friends. Oh absolutely. <laughs> Don't oh. be don't be the guy that eats alligators. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, is there guys in every neighborhood that, that are the guys that eat alligators down there? There are some. Yeah, there's guys like that. And the whole neighborhood probably hates them. Now I feel like my neighborhood probably hates me. It does. It really does make it dangerous. I, I'm only kidding. I, yeah, I, I know. I'm only, I'm only joking. But okay. I mean, listen, you guys know me enough. I'm a sucker. An absolute like a sucker for animals. Like I can't. Yeah. Well, when you come down, you can come down to the, we'll have you, our daughter works up with the animals. Oh, yeah. Oh, she works with animals? Yeah, she works with tigers and snakes and... Oh, wow. Um, large snakes i don't like snakes snakes are from like another planet i don't trust them yeah there's a reason why you call people snakes but they have emus and tortoises and there's so many cool animals over there so i i love birds i don't know what it is i'm just like i feel like because they're like so family oriented i guess they like always walk into like a family and i think that's what it is i love birds i was raised by birds oh now we know that's (laughs) serene Let's let's get back to the news. I knew I knew there was something there. That's, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you were raised, but I was raised by birds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have over in the news at the Ma- Disney's Magic Kingdom that you can step stop in at Uptown Jewelers on Main Street USA to check out the new Duty and Burke bags handbag collection. This collection includes a satchel, a tote with a sky blue background with silhouettes of Walt Disney World 
theme park icons like Spaceship Earth and the Hollywood Tower of Terror. The bags also show gondolas from the Skyliner transportation system with some of your favorite Disney characters from Disney World attraction and movies. Very cool. I feel like every other day Dooney and Burke is releasing a new bag. I mean, right? right? I mean, are they like every other day? It's like, I feel like we do a new story about Dooney and Burke every week. Right, right. It must be selling really well because they keep making new ones. Yeah. But I did see the Skyliner ones. They're really cute. Yeah, that actually looks pretty cool too. I actually, you know, I didn't even know until recently because I, I got my wife her for, you know, we always use the, the magic bands that you replace every time. And now that they're going to stop giving them out as much, I said, you know what? I was like, babe, why don't we just, let's get our forever magic bands, you know? So I got one where it's uh, with Walt and Steamboat Willie. But my wife, I got, I didn't realize they make, Dooney and Burke makes them too. And she got the one with basically all the dogs of, of Disney. So it's like uh, Lady and the Tramp and um, Nana and you name a dog, it's, it's on, uh, it's on this magic band. So, and, but it's Dooney Burke. I didn't even know they make magic bands until like last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Tiff. Much Tiff. Uh, Joey and Sam, what do you guys got in the news today? All right. Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is confirmed to be in development at Lucasfilm. Recently, filmmaker Ryan Johnson spoke with bestselling author Sarai Wilson about his journey making Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and his upcoming Star Wars trilogy. Sarai teased some of their conversation with fans on Twitter and did confirm that Johnson's Star Wars trilogy has the green light, but is still in works due to several other projects Ryan is currently working on. It is currently unknown what stories will be featured in the new trilogy, and Ryan Johnson, in typical Star Wars fashion, has been very hush-hush about the details. So we're going to have a lot more Star Wars coming very soon. I, I think what I would think of would be really cool, and I think they should look into it, is give us a prequel to even, like, the prequels. Like, go be even before, like, before Anakin. You know what I mean? Like, a thousand years prior. Yeah, it would be cool. You know what? I mean, if you look at, I mean, how successful, obviously, The Mandalorian has been. Mm-hmm. And it does fall within that, I guess, it, in between that timeline. And I think it allows them to still bring in, because it, you know, because a lot of Star Wars fans obviously are still vested in a lot of the characters and the whole canon with that whole saga. So they're not in that, but they're also kind of touching on it a little bit and bringing some of that back. So I guess people are more vested in it. But yes, it could be a good idea to do something complete. I mean, they're going to, I'm assuming they're going to do something completely new because obviously Mandalorian worked really well. And obviously the spinoff, everybody knows Boba Fett, but as they're starting to do spinoffs of this stuff and they were obviously planning on doing uh, something else, but uh, I think they were calling it the Rangers, you know, maybe they will go uh, another direction, but I don't know. Maybe they go a hundred years before, maybe a hundred years after. I don't know. I think it would do, I think it would be cool just to kind of just give you a little bit even more insight to where the, like how that whole Jedi and Sith right. started maybe, or even like just, you know. I think it'd be cool. Hey, Gene, Lucas Films is on the phone for you. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> he was waiting for him. <laughs> that was a nice stand. <laughs> I got to go feed the peacocks. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Moving on. Poor Gene. Oh, yeah. He'll be okay. He's fine. <laughs> he is fine. Kidding me? He can always go out and talk to the animals. They'll <laughs> console him. Talk to the animals. Wow. Gene, do- Gene Doolittle. All right. Let me see here. Okay. Is a is a reopening of the Epcot monorail line in the future? The Epcot monorail line has not been open since last March. Apparently, there were new markings that show guests where to stand while waiting in the queue. You know, the social distancing, basically stand here, stand here. You see it everywhere in the parks if you've been there. With these new signs, is the Epcot monorail 
line reopening soon. Disney's website does not have a reopening date, but we can only hope that is a potentially a good sign. However, I did read about this. They were talking about this today, actually, or more recently. They did put those in because they weren't, they were kind of considering doing this, but as of right now, they shut it down again. So it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. Obviously, is it is it going to happen in the future? Yeah, of course, but it's not happening anytime soon because they were just saying there was still too many logistical issues with social distancing when it comes to getting on and going off in regards to the Epcot monorail line. So unfortunately, that's still not there. Although you can still take the, uh, the Skyliner. I guess that's just the way to go. Don't you think a lot of that too has to do with the way park hoppers are set up now? You know, there's not as many people doing it. Yeah, it's just, like, it's just really begun. Yeah, and yeah. That, it's just not as convenient as it used to be. Like before, you could just on a whim say, "Ah, you know what? I'm gonna just shoot over to this place or that place." You still right. got to do a reservation. You still have to show up at a certain time. So even though they are back, it's still not as convenient as it once was, where you could just basically right. just That's zip around. True. And before, you could go to like three parks, four parks. I mean, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's like you could just go to the two, and you got to go at a certain time. So it's still not even back to where we're used to as far as the convenience of the hopper. Like even like now, I'm, I'm still not getting the hopper. I used to always get the hopper but yeah i'm not until it goes back to where you could just show up i'm, I'm probably not going to go back to the hopper wait you didn't get the hopper i know <laughs> I, I and i always do like i but like i said to fit everything else to fit in and then like to to make it an appointment one of the beautiful things yeah. about the hopper is you could just do things on a whim you know it didn't really matter you could just say you know what i really want it i really want today's i really want one of those uh you know those uh, macaroon ice cream sandwiches from Epcot, and I'm in Magic Kingdom. I'll just go over and get an. I could just say, "Hey, let me just take the monorail yeah. over. I'll walk right in, and you know, worry about how to like reserve anything." So there you go. Once that comes back, then for me, and again, I I only can speak for myself. For me, it doesn't make sense for me to get the hopper at this point. Yes. I'm sure it makes sense for a lot of other people, just not me at this point. Are you talking about the brioche with the ice cream that they warm the brioche on the outside? That's- that's life-changing as well. That's fabulous as well. <laughs> once again, once again, Gene has found a way to woven food into the conversation. Yep. I most certainly did. <laughs> the macaroon ice cream sandwich, <laughs> Tiffany. You got to get it. They make it like a, it's at the, it's in the French pavilion where the ice cream shop. Yeah, over there. It's in the same shop we're talking about, right? Yeah. It's all, oh yeah. The same place makes it. Yeah. It's not, you know, if you go straight is the, the gift shop and the, and like that bakery. Um, yeah. But if you make it left, is the ice cream place. The ice cream place has it. Oh, they make okay. them on chocolate. Wait, they make it on chocolate that? macaroons and they make it on strawberry macaroons. And they have are had, insane. Have you had the um, blueberry yogurt ice cream? I did not. Yeah. That's, that's. They, and they make it there? Yeah. Oh, let's see. I'll have to try that. Very authentic. It's got even a sour flavor to it. So I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I got to try that. I don't know if everybody else loves it, but I love it. (laughs) I'm going to, I might try that. You know, I don't, I think you can only get certain flavors though on the macaroon ice cream sandwich. I don't think I could, you can just mix and match. I think think they already kind of have them set, but. I unfortunately did not know about that macaroon ice cream sandwich until we came back from our last trip where I would have definitely got it. Is it a macaroon or a macron? Oh, is that the same thing? What kind of cookie is it? When I say it's the French cookie, not the one with the coconut, not the macaroon with the coconut. Oh, so it's like the... I definitely want to try that. It's it's my daughter's favorite snack in Walt Disney World. I love... I gotta try that. Yeah, it's really good. Macaroon, however you say it, with all the pretty colors, like they're pink. It's like that. And they make them in chocolate and strawberry for the ice cream sandwiches. Honestly, it's it's insane. All right, Joey, what else we got? So actually, I have some news. Oh, go ahead, Sam. I didn't even know you were there. So Disney Cruise Line has canceled all sailings through May. Disney has not put out a statement saying this officially, but when you go on to the Disney Cruise Line website and search for cruises in May, there are not anything, there's nothing available. But Disney Cruise Line does have some good news. They announced that they will be bringing back Marvel Day and Star Wars 
day at sea starting in January of 2022, which I'm super excited. I've always wanted to do the Star Wars one. The Marvel Day will be held aboard the Disney Magic and the Star Wars Day will be held on the Disney Fantasy during select cruises. If you are interested, then you should head to the Disney Cruise Line website to check out this, what sailing dates are available. I mean, at this point, shouldn't they just stop with the, we've canceled till May. Just say, we're yeah, done. Right. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, I I agree. Just, you know, January 2022 sounds like a, a pretty fair timeline as far as when we can when we should expect it to be back to normal. I agree. Just, you know, why get people's hopes up, then book something, then have to cancel it, and then just wait till, the, you know, just tell everyone, hey, it's, it's then. And, are you, and you guys are waiting to go. I know you guys have had a trip booked. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. So right now we have it for November, November of this year. So I think we might just cancel it. I would love to either do the Star Wars one or even the Marvel one. We love both. So if we could do any of these, that would be great. I know someone that went to the Marvel one. They said it's, it was their favorite cruise experience ever. That's how much they liked of course, it. I could, I could totally imagine it. That's awesome. I just hope that they don't make it like a week. Sometimes they do where the these specialty ones are, they have to be a certain amount of dates to go on. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. They kind of- no, I didn't. Yeah, it locks you yeah. into a certain amount of days. If- so either it's like seven days, it's a week one. Oh, wow. I'm hoping that maybe they can kind of, doesn't have to be like the three day, but I mean, not a complete week. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. And then another thing, a new documentary series of specials is coming to Disney Plus called Marvel Studios Assembled. The series will take you behind the scenes of the making of popular Marvel shows and films. Much like the Disney Gallery, Star Wars, The Mandalorian, the first special assembles the making of WandaVision will debut on March 12th, just one week after the series last episode of its first season. So I'm really excited about this because it's always cool to see like how they make these shows, like the behind the scene and how they, how it just comes together. Like I think it's pretty cool. Yep. I yeah. wonder if they'll go into, especially with this first one being WandaVision, if they'll go into how they go ahead and design the sets to recreate the old 80 sitcoms and stuff like that, which I think would be really neat. You know, it, it and it's cool. Obviously, even the, the, the neighborhood, it's always neat. Like if you see Mandalorian, you know, it looks like, you know, they're on some other planet when they're really, you know, filming in a green screen in a bathroom. It's insane how small <laughs> it is. So yeah, but it'll be cool to see anytime you do that, the behind the scenes stuff. All right. Well, um, I think that's it for the news, right? We're all done with the news. It's a lot, man. We had a lot of news today. That was Ooh. a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. a lot. Big, big stuff at Disney this week. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to um, our interview this week. Let's welcome, we got two guests today. Let's welcome Lisa from The Happiest Vegan on Earth and Melissa from Vegan Disney World. Both of them are from Instagram. Uh, how are you ladies doing? I'm great. Good. Good. How are you? I'm great. So now you guys each have a different coast. One of you guys runs Disney World. One of you guys runs Disneyland. Um, And you guys have really, really cool, interesting Instagram pages and websites. You actually bring the ability of people that are vegan an ability to know where to go and what to do when they go to Disney, because it's, I'm sure it gets lost on a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of people get nervous going to Disney if they're vegan, not knowing where they can go, what they can do. And you guys really break it down. You give them a lot of good tips, a lot of good ideas, and uh, you guys should be applauded for it. Cause I don't know why no one's thought of it before, but you guys, thank God you guys are doing it because it makes it a lot easier for people to go down there and, uh, and know what to do. No, you guys should be commended for it. Now, now Lisa, you are, uh, you handle Disneyland, correct? Yes. Okay, so Melissa, you handle Walt Disney World. Yes. Which coast would you say, which which land or world does a better job for vegans? Okay, well, it's, that's a tough answer because there's more options at Walt Disney World because it's bigger. But I think the options are more creative at Disneyland. What What about would you would you concur, please? Um, yeah, actually, more creative. I now that you say that, yeah, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but. 
It's just that there are so many more restaurants at Walt Disney World. So if you put them on a list, of course, that list is going to be longer because there are more restaurants. But if you look at like per restaurant, how many vegan options there are, then I, then it's like similar. How many restaurant? How many vegan options per restaurant? Right. That's yeah. good. And, and now, how long, uh, Lisa, have you been a vegan? And what made you make the change? Um, I've been vegan for a little over five years. Um, I lived on a farm in, in rural Tennessee, and I saw it all go down. And I was like, <laughs> wait, I don't want to be part of this anymore. Is this like, obviously, I knew on some level, you know, how animal products are made. But I just, um, just really, you know, it became real, and it became urgent. And I realized what was going on. And of course, I care about the environment a lot about climate change and all that stuff. So the environment was definitely a big factor as well. Cool. And how about you, Melissa? Uh, about nine years now. And um, I was vegetarian basically the second I moved out of my parents' house. And then once I met my now husband, he convinced me to go vegan. And that's just how it's been. So, And he's been vegan his whole life or? No, he was like vegetarian and vegan off and on for like since he was like a teen. Oh, cool. So Melissa, where'd you get your passion for Disney? Besides, I mean, because you got, you know, your, your, your Instagram is it's got double passions. It's got vegan and it's got Disney, but where did the Disney part come for you? Like, where did that whole thing start where you were like, you know what, not only do I want to do a page about being vegan, but I also want to kind of commemorate my passion for Disney. So um, I went to Disney, like, like family trips, like every year, every other year or whatever. Um, and so that kind of helped, helped it grow. I remember like my senior year of high school, like I grew up in Ohio. And so like, everyone was like, I'm going to Daytona beach for spring break. And mom was like, where do you want to go? And I was like, Disney world. And she was like, <laughs> are you serious? And I was like, 1000%. So we had a great time. Went to Disney World with my grandma too. And um, so that just grew. I convinced my husband to go to Disney with me um, to celebrate when I graduated college. And that was the first time going as a vegan. And so that was like kind of the tipping point where it was just like, oh, there's no information out here. I'm going to figure out what's going on and just make that information for other people. So it just kind of like quickly meshed together. Cool. Cool. What about, what about you, Lisa? Um, well, I went to grad school, so I'm from Southern California. Like I I've always lived in Southern California, except for when I went to grad school in Tennessee and I came back from Nashville and I had gone vegan recently and I realized, okay, now I need to relearn Disneyland as vegan. Right. And I didn't, um, I, there were only some very spotty, um, like some blogs and some Instagram accounts that would post very irregularly about what the vegan options of Disneyland were. And so I was like, well, I just gotta, maybe I'll just bring my own granola bars, whatever. This is, I, I gotta do what you gotta do. And this is important to me, you know? And so then as I started asking questions and, you know, relearning the park in that way, I realized there are tons of options that nobody's documenting and I was I I decided I needed to be that what I would have liked to have found when I was looking for that you know now um when when you guys are there what what's give me some ideas of some vegan snacks you know some people might not realize certain things are vegan um what what can we get down there if we want to go we want to try and be as vegan as we can if we're not vegan or if we are vegan and we just never been there before we don't know what we can eat and we're scared of not being able to find stuff give us an idea of, of some of the snacks that we can find in either park and where you can get them your favorite snacks uh melissa i guess we'll go with you first um well i think a lot of people don't realize that the pineapple dole whip is vegan um so as long as you get basically all of those fruit dole flavors so like the lime one um at storybook treats You've got Aloha Isle that's got raspberry and pineapple. As long as you get those without vanilla, they're actually vegan. So I think a lot of people don't realize that because it's like not actual ice cream. Mm. <laughs> um, so that's that's definitely a unique one. And people don't realize that the popcorn is vegan. Um, the butter flavoring is just a flavoring. It's not actual butter. And then Mickey pretzels too. And now is that all the popcorn all over the park or is it only in certain areas? It's all 
all, you know, all of the butter flavor and then the um, the maple popcorn from the Canada little cart out mm-hmm. like to the area to go into La Cellier. That one's mm-hmm. vegan too. But then the whatever the fancy ones are over by like the Imagination Pavilion. I don't even mm-hmm. know if it's still open right now, but they had like buffalo blue cheese and stuff. Those ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> fancy flavors. Cool. What about what about you, Lisa? Any tips? Yeah. So this, those snacks are some of the very few uh, foods that are the same between Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So the, uh, but most, you know, most options are going to be different, whether you're talking about Disneyland or Walt Disney World, but the, so you got the Dole Whips and you got the pretzels and the, and the uh, popcorn. Those are all the same. And then we have, I guess the equivalent would be the Cozy Cone Motel in Cars Land. They have different flavor popcorns that are not vegan. So they have, there's like a a dill one or a different uh, like ranch I think I forget what they are but yeah there are like weird flavor popcorns and those aren't vegan but otherwise um, the reg- all the fresh popcorns from the part from the regular carts are vegan cool and now let me ask you is churro a churro is vegan no no eggs I guess some are they have both milk and eggs it's possible to there are you can go to the grocery store and get frozen you know churros that are accidentally vegan they you know, vegan churros exist out there in the world <laughs> there's, there's not, not a Disney yet yeah but I won't be surprised if they 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 eventually do something with that because I feel like they've really done a good job at trying to for allergy sakes I can see them eventually yeah doing it. yeah makes a lot of sense what about restaurants what would you say which restaurant we'll go with we'll go with both coasts I guess we'll start with Lisa on the west coast what restaurant would you say is the best for vegans as far as the options and most vegan menu as far as a restaurant i would i would say lamplight lounge in uh, california adventure um they have an impossible burger and then they also do a really great ratatouille and then they do disneyland's been closed for almost a year let's see how my memory is they have the brunch <laughs> don't forget brunch the brunch oh the brunch is amazing yeah they have these potato flautas and they're like potatoes and soy riso with like a spicy green sauce Ooh. and then they can modify a couple other things they can make chilaquiles and then i feel like i'm forgetting one of the entrees for dinner what am i forgetting did you say the nachos they have nachos nachos yes yes yeah so they oh, make cool. these vegan nachos with vegan cheese and like it's it's amazing what about uh what about on in florida in orlando do you want me to answer that one? oh yeah no yeah i'm coming to you now <laughs> yeah i'm sorry melissa how about no, how about in disney world melissa um i i have two picks if i'm allowed to have two um, you can have 10 if you have them just give me- for a canteen in the magic kingdom for one because they have several vegan options they've got right now they don't have the shrieky noodles but they did have a noodle appetizer that was really good um and they have falafel as an appetizer they also have a salad that's vegan which meh, whatever um and then they've got the perkins thai noodles which is kind of like a pad thai without peanut with it comes with like crispy tofu and stuff and then they have a curry vegetable crew stew as well that has like coconut crispy tofu and delicious vegetable curry. And they have a, a lime sorbet um, panna cotta for dessert. Oh. That's like super good. And then my other pick, because I'm going to do two, <laughs> is Rosen Crown at um, an Epcot. They, what's interesting with them is they have one option on the menu that's vegan, but they have three more vegan options off menu um, that you either have to ask about or just know, but they're on menu options, like a vegan shepherd's pie. It's called the impossible hot pot. Oh wow! They can do vegan bangers and mash and they can do vegan fish and chips and you can get the um, chicken curry masala with tofu instead. So which are the ones that aren't on the, the menu? The, the last three. So the only ones on the menu is the hot pot. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So the other so, ones yes. you have to know about. All right. And and now they know about it. So if you're listening now, now you have, you're a little in the know. Thank you for the tip. What would you like to see them kind of progress to? 
Let's see. Well, I think that there are definitely a few more restaurants that don't, there are very few restaurants that don't have any vegan options. I can sort of count them on one hand, right? Mm -hmm. There's Flo's in Cars Land has nothing. It's so sad. I went to, um, you know, a couple of years ago when I was first like really trying to get every single little option, I went and I said, oh, see, you have this vegetable pot pie. Is there any way we can modify it? And they were like, well, you know, the mashed potatoes have dairy. So I was like, well, can you just make a different, you know, can we, how do we, what can we do and they said well we make it a big batch in the morning so it's not like we can just make a new mm. one but what we can do is we can scrape off the top of the mashed potatoes <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> and i was like flows come on <laughs> come on yeah. it's, it's the thing is it's that's retro it is the 1950s it's supposed to be this retro thing and that's the experience you would get as a vegan in the 1950s that's true but this is not actually the 1950s anymore it's actually 2020. So we need to update 2021. That. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, and you're right. Yeah, so, so I just named the worst one. That's the absolute worst place. So, but that's, the the vast majority of places are way, way better than that. So that's not like the normal, that's not the typical experience. I had to go looking for that bad experience. So <laughs> it wasn't like, you're not going to stumble upon that bad experience in Disneyland. Usually you're going to find something much better, but just because I was being super thorough, you know, but it's not, it's not hard to be vegan in Disneyland. I don't want people to listen to that and think like, oh my God, it's so hard it's like it's not hard i went i went looking for how hard it could possibly be you know well and you know and it's kind of like melissa just said before when she was 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 talking about the the menu um and she was like and a salad and and that's the thing i think you know it you just you mentioned that there's a salad and i think that's the one thing that people fear is that like when they plan these trips if they're vegan and they don't know any better and without both of your websites they wouldn't know any better is i think they really look at it like well i'm gonna be there for a week and i'll be eating salad all week because i don't think you realize there's there's other options and and where salads can be made really really well if you think about you got to eat salad every day for a week you'd start being like you know where am i going to get my protein i got to walk a lot you know so it's good to see that they do have other options and it's not just, well, if you're vegan, just have a salad. You can't have a salad, you know, how many days in a row can you eat salad? Really? Especially when you're doing, you're doing a lot of walking and, and, and whatnot, you know, you got to get- counter that though. Um, it's been interesting to see happen over the last two years. So about a year and a half ago, maybe I don't even know what year it is at this point. <laughs> uh, a while ago, Disney started um, trickling in Beyond Burgers, which are like, you know, the realistic meat patty. So you've got Beyond and you have Impossible. And then last year they actually signed, was it, Lisa, was it with Disneyland too? Was it the full company yeah. that they signed with Impossible? Yeah, they said like, okay, now we're really partners with Impossible. Okay, yeah, so they, they partnered with them. I want to say it was like last January or whatever with Impossible Meat. And so a lot of the Beyond Burgers are starting to kind of go away, but there's like Beyond Sausages and stuff everywhere, which is great in theory. But you can talk to so many vegans who a don't like meat they don't want to eat a meat like thing and a lot of the options right now are literally just these faux meat things and it's like you can only eat so much beyond in a week like i cannot eat point. like a burger and like a sausage for every meal so it is nice that there are salads and stuff like that but with covid and they limited the menus a lot of those really fantastic not faux meat options got cut because they wanted to shrink the menus down. So now everywhere at this point, it's like burgers and then more burgers. And it's like back to the time where it was just all veggie burgers, but now they're all beyond burgers instead. So it's kind of this weird, like vegans are kind of almost like an afterthought, but at the same time, they're like, this is easy and convenient. So here you go. I I think that is what it is about impossible and beyond meat. I think they just made it simpler for if you're not a lifelong vegan, you're kind of, I think they made it just easier to convert. Which I mean, like I like them. So it's not like... 
I don't mm-hmm. enjoy them. I have a friend who's been vegetarian for a decade and a half. She will not eat any faux meat. Yeah. Like she just hates faux meat and I get it. And I totally respect that. Um, but the thing is, is like, they, they could be so creative. And that was my thing with Disneyland when I was out there last year, it's like, oh, you had those delicious tacos at, um, Rancho. Yes. Rancho had like the cauliflower tacos and you just like had so many like creative things. And then I came back to Disney world and it was like, cool, more beyond sausages. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, all right, cool. But we are starting to see some more stuff. Like they just came out with like a, like a vegan lobster roll Mm -hmm. made with hearts of palm and Hollywood studios and stuff. Very cool. Where can they find that at Hollywood? At Rosie's all American cafe. Okay, cool. And um, you know what else too is I like seeing is I feel like they're doing it more often now is they're adding the, the vegan, um, at the food festivals, or actually not the food festivals, but the festivals in general at Epcot, they're adding whole booths. I remember that when like years ago, it would maybe be like one option of an impossible burger or beyond. Now there's actually a whole booth that is, that is dedicated to, to sponsored by impossible because they've heard it is possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but you know what? It's good to see that now they get a whole booth. I remember before you kind of catch it here and there and they try to, you know, Oh, just try something different. But now it's like, they actually have a full booth. Dedicated. And there's always a line for it too. Yeah. The impossible well, booth. There's always a line for it. It's great I, to see it. I, I have, Plenty of friends who eat meat that love impossible meat. I was about to say, I know people that that, that aren't even vegan that will still eat that just because it's seasoned well and it just tastes good, you know? So we got, we're going to do a little rapid fire. We always like to to enter interviews with a little bit of rapid fire and just a little bit of uh, some real quick, just first thing to come to your mind. Okay. So what we'll do is we're going to go, we'll go Lisa first, each question. Melissa, you follow up. All right. Okay. So Lisa, favorite Disney movie? Frozen 2. Melissa. Little Mermaid. Favorite character? Elsa. Goofy. Favorite villain? Hades. Maleficent. Favorite park? Disneyland. Hollywood Studios. Favorite ride slash attraction? Storybook Land Canal Boats. Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean. So you went you went the opposite coast. I don't know better. if that's a, I don't know if that's allowed. I gotta it's better. Let me check the rules. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just in Walt Disney World like a month ago and I went on Pirates and I'm like, wait, where's the rest of it? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got favorite restaurant. Lamplight Lounge. Skipper Canteen. Okay, this is a little bit off of two questions ago. Favorite ride attraction queue line. So not the ride or attraction, just the queue line. Indiana Jones. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I don't ever like to wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Tower Terror. Favorite resort. Grand Californian. Disney's Yacht Club. Favorite snack. Go whip. Popcorn. And um, last question. We kind of asked it a little bit before, but best park for vegans? PCA. Uh, I'm going to go with Hollywood Studios. Cool. And now my last question, um, it's uh, it's extra credit. What does Disney mean to you? So we'll start with Lisa. What, is, what does Disney mean to you? So hard to describe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the story, I think we, if we're just talking about the movies, they're very powerful stories that help you make sense of your life, you know? Yeah. So when you see a story that relates to your life, um, it, it helps you make this for me it's helped me make decisions in my life and make sense of where i'm going in my life and what i'm going to find meaningful when i'm on my deathbed what will i be happy that i did and what decisions will i be happy that i made and that's that's what we're looking at in disney films a lot i know it sounds maybe lofty but that's how i see them nice. and then um, Very cool. but with respect to the park it's one thing when you're on your deathbed and you look back and you say the most valuable thing is the time i spent with my loved ones and that's what Disney- disneyland is a gift is a such a beautiful place for you to spend time with your loved ones. And it, it gives you this opportunity to build memories with them. And in a way that I think is pretty unique compared to other ways you can spend time with your family, you know? 
Cool. Very good answer. Very good answer. Melissa, how about yourself? Um, I would say that it, it's love and happiness and building memories. It's just about that bonding time with yourself and with others and seeing other people's joy. It's a good, warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> those, those warm Disney hugs, right? Yes. Awesome. Not cold pricklies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So before we get out of here, uh, I got. let me ask you a quick question. When you guys ever bump into each other in the other park, is there ever like get off my turf punk kind of a thing or is it is it handshakes and hugs it's it's hugs for sure okay so <laughs> except not, for last time because of covid <laughs> so you're not rivals you guys are friends so in case anybody's wondering yeah not rivals <laughs> like does anybody ever get the scoop on like a, on a vegan thing and the other one's like oh she got the scoop before i got it would you guys always share that information well, i feel like anytime <laughs> either one of us finds anything out we tell each other like that's if awesome. it's like about each other's stuff that's awesome so before we get out of here lisa let them know where to find you on online and meet all your social media Cool. It's um, happiestveganonearth.com. That's the website. We'll have all the lists of, you know, what you can, what you, what you can eat. And then the, um, my Instagram is sort of the, where most stuff happens and that's happiest vegan on earth, all one thing on Instagram and then um, YouTube happiest vegan on earth as well. Check that out. And then Melissa, what about yourself? Uh, the website is vegandisneyworld.com on there. I have reviews and then full lists by park of what the vegan options are broken down separately. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm just vegan Disney world. And then on YouTube, I'm also vegan Disney world. Cool. Well, ladies, I want to thank you so much for joining us um, and giving us so much insight, info, tips on how to handle Disney as a vegan that, like I said, it's not that easy. If it wouldn't be for your two pages, it would probably almost seem damn near impossible for a lot of people. So I just want to tell everyone out there, if you're vegan, you want to just, or you just want to eat like a vegan for a week, when you're down to Disney, check out their pages, uh, whether it be Disneyland, Disney World. Um, very, very helpful stuff. And you're going to get, you're going to get the truth, man. They're going to tell you exactly what they feel about everything down there. So check them out. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. Okay. So that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and movie minute. Um, and Joey and Sam are going to have that for us. But before we, uh, before we get into that, I wanted to ask Steffi a quick question. Oh boy. Uh Oh yeah. Steffi, (laughs) how much does corn cost? A cob of corn. How much does it cost on a pirate ship? How much does a cob of corn cost on a pirate ship? Oh, you got me. I don't know. A buccaneer. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a good delivery, okay, actually, a, Gene. Yep. That was a Stephanie right there. That was Thanks, a 25. Gene. That's for you, Steph. See, now that's I, a good delivery. No, that was good. I'm getting better at these things, Dan. It's, okay. it, it's your constant. Well, we could crit- only hope. I mean, well, it's been quite a while. <laughs> it, your constant criticism has helped me build a tough skin, a thick skin, and toughness to be able to get through these bad jokes. Tough love. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I yeah. criticize because I care, Gene. I walk away yeah. every episode with Dan scars all over, but it makes me a better person, and I appreciate that. It, so, that really paid off. That was yeah, good. Well, and it's also a tribute to, to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Congratulations on the Super Bowl a few weeks yeah. ago. There you go. There you that go. one there, I can tell that I'm going to be retelling many times. It's a good I one. Really <laughs> it is really that good. One's awesome. Pirates in the Make sure you practice, Brad, though, because that took a long time to get to that level. I mean, <laughs> so just don't whip it out there, you know. It's yeah. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's get into that Disney TV movie minute. Joey and Sam, what can we expect this week on Disney Plus? All right. So coming to Disney Plus this Friday, February 26th. uh, First, we got Secrets of Sulphur Springs. Uh, The series follows a 12-year-old boy named Griffin Campbell, whose family just bought an abandoned hotel in Sulphur Springs and hopes for restoring it back to the lively lively vacation destination it once was. On Griffin's first day of school, he learns the hotel he just moved into is 
rumored to be haunted by a girl who disappeared des- decades ago. Griffin and a new friend named Harper uncover a secret portal that allows them to travel back in time. While in while in the past, they attempt to uncover the key to solving the unsolved mystery. This could be kind of cool. I've I mean, never, is this a real sh- like I've never heard of it? Where is it from? I have no idea. five seasons. I have, it's yeah, yeah, it has to be somewhere. I haven't seen it. I've never heard of it. Pretty cool. Like yeah, it cool. house and like yeah, if you got haunted mansion stuff and you got to solve a mystery. Those are always cool. Is it like an old Disney Channel show? Maybe I've never heard of it. I feel like five seasons. That's a good, that's a good run for any show, right? I forgot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, usually six seasons is about a max for most of them. Yeah, I don't right. know. I, I haven't seen it. I'd have to make sure. Maybe maybe we'll take a look at it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, Disney's American Dragon, Jake Long. This is seasons. One through two, or one and two. Uh, this is a thir- about a 13-year-old boy named Jake who's secretly a descendant of dragons while still facing all the pitfalls of being 13, you know, being a teenager and all, mm-hmm. and then being a descendant of dragons. Um, Jake is also in secret training to become the first American dragon with the help of his, of Grandpa Lao Shi and a 600-year-old foo dog. Jake seeks to protect all the magical creatures living amongst humans in Manhattan. You might know this, Gene. I, mean, I, I I actually do know this. I this is like my kids' wheelhouse, man. My kids, when they were younger, were, were used to watch the show. It was a Disney Channel show, so I I never really watched it. It's a, it's an animated series. Okay. Um. But yeah, my 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 son and daughter used to watch it when they were little, so I actually remember it from that. So I will probably take a look at it just because it'll kind of put me back in my feels of when they were kids. You know. I haven't seen yeah. that. One. Yeah. No. It was. I mean, it's an old show, then. No. Yeah. It's from. I. I guess, yeah. Like mid two thousands. Okay. Mid two thousand. Like mid. Like probably like two ten something like that. Like two oh two thousand eight. 2009 something like that, I'm gonna guess okay give or take a year all right next up we got uh, Disney pair of Kings seasons one Sorry. through three fraternal twins Boomer and Brady discover their heirs to the throne of the island of King Cow uh, which will change their lives dramatically I haven't seen this one either you there's so many there's so many there's so many of these shows on there I just have not seen what else we got guys all right uh next up we got car SOS which is gonna be season eight and this is about car a special car restoration that refurbishes classic four by fours for several clients spread across the UK and Europe so this is another, I mean, there's a, a ton of these uh, different types of shows where it's like refurbishments or mm-hmm. uh, modifications and stuff like that. I tend to like to watch those. It just depends on the, I guess, the characters of the show. Uh, if they're if they're good, I'm usually into it because it depends if, you know, if you like um, any type of cars or anything like that, which I do. I don't know. I haven't seen it. And being in Europe, you got to figure they might have some like cool, like really oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So uh, is this a BBC show or it's not an American show, right? I don't think so. It might be I a mean, BBC show. I don't know. Car SOS, I'm not sure. I've never I heard of it, but it looks yeah, interesting. I haven't either. So maybe it is. I think it is. It says UK and Europe. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was thinking maybe yeah. it's BBC. Yeah. All right. What else? All right. Next up, we got Okavango's. Uh, the filmmaker sheds light on creatures found in and around upper Okavango River in South uh, Southern Africa, where herbivores and carnivores coexist. So this could be cool. Some of these uh, almost docu-series type of stuff that they got going um, where they'll they show you a lot of the natural habitats and, and, yeah. and life and stuff like that. So it's pretty neat. So I would be into something like this. Yeah. A lot of their Nat Geo stuff, their Nat Geo, yeah. Disney Plus is really fantastic. I mean, Nat Geo, obviously, but like their connection with Disney and everything, bringing it to Disney Plus is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite ones they do is the uh, where they do drain the, the Pacific. Or yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The most recent one I saw was the uh, drain the Bermuda Triangle, which is really fascinating. I got to imagine that was a cool one. Yeah, it's really fascinating because they really, they map the underwater and you can actually see a lot of the wrecks stuff that disappeared oh, wow. yeah it's pretty neat what do they do like sonar stuff or yeah it's just a way that they do it and they're able to i guess the way that they map it out they use that type of technology and then after a certain amount of time it basically completely removes obviously it's computer generated but pretty much removes the water and you can see a plane wrecks shipwrecks and all kinds of stuff and they show you you know the sections of like the deepest areas and stuff like that it's pretty fascinating 
It's cool. Because, you know, the Bermuda Triangle is very mysterious and, you know, it's known for having a plane, fleets of planes disappearing over it and all, yeah. that, all that kinds of stuff. And they kind of, it kind of unravels a lot of that stuff. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. All right. And uh, next up, we got Shanghai Disney Resort, the grand opening gala. Grand opening of the Shanghai Disney Resort from 2006. I guess this is like, you know, I guess if they're not open, they might as well <laughs> show some reopening from 2006. <laughs> from- <laughs> I don't know. It's like salt in the wound, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> uh, but I like I like these kind of things. I love all like the the Disney specials about the parks and yeah. behind the oh, scenes. Yeah. Like I could watch. I in fact, not only could I, I watched them over and over again. Now, like you ever see when they used to have them on like the Travel Channel, where it would be like it'd almost be like kind of they'd almost be like an infomercial, really to book a trip, really. That's really what it was for. Yeah. But it would just be like, oh, like they talked like the hotel managers at all the resorts, and you can actually find this mm-hmm. on YouTube. I would I'll watch that over. I DVR and leave it on my DVR, and when I just want like peaceful background noise or just happy background noise when I'm yep. doing stuff around the house, I'll play that and or I'll just watch it. And um, so over and over again, so to the point where my, my wife thinks there's something wrong with me. Like I have some type of <laughs> craziness because I watch the same thing. Like 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 a five-year-old that watches the same movie all day. I do the same thing with these Disney specials. I call those things, well, that's like a special, but I call those those types of movies that you watch over and over, they're comfort movies. Yeah, that's, almost that's like comfort. It's almost like comfort food. That's a good you know, movie. That, it's a movie that you'll always see if you're like, if you're watching, you go through cable and you see the channels, you see something that's on, you'll always watch it. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter mm-hmm. how many times you've seen it. You'll just, it's just one of those things. There's certain movies that you'll just watch over and over. Yeah. Whether, yeah. like you said, whether it's background noise or whether it's just something you'll see it again and again. Like even like Dreamfinders, I'll watch Dreamfinders. Like I must have seen the movie that that documentary, the one we talked about with with Panda. I must have seen Dreamfinders like a million times, just because if I just want to get into a Disney mood of like what you know with the parks, I think I just pop it on and it'll just even if I'm not focusing on it, it's just on and I hear like Disney voices and Disney park yeah, stuff going on yes. in the background. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. You know, or I'll go to YouTube and I'll look for like the Disney Channel of not even the Disney Channel, but like the the channel in the hotels where it's where it has the park info and it's just the music oh, yeah. in the background. Oh. Oh, I love yes. it. If I'm cleaning around the house or I'm doing something around the house, I just play that for like hours on end. Oh yeah, so do I wish they would put that on Disney Plus. I I agree. Is that not cool? I, it is true. Because people will watch it. I, it will get clicks. It is oh, crazy. Yeah. It is crazy how when you're in the hotel, you'll leave it on, and I just like. <laughs> It yes. cycles through. It's crazy. And you don't even use it for the information. You already no. know when the park is open. And if you yeah. need to know, you'll look on your app. Yep. So I don't know why we have to sit and watch yeah, I mean, it. everything else is on there. I watched the but Sunrise show the other day. And oh, yeah. The only thing you wish when you watch those is there was more more cameras. Yeah. Yeah. I love the concept. Yep. I, I do like, I like finding, especially uh, there was um, the Magic Kingdom one, especially in the morning when it's still dark. You yeah. can actually see, if you look, you can actually see the workers. Yeah. Cleaning, cleaning the sidewalks and going, you start starting to see their, their reflective gear that they're wearing. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Oh, that's so cool. I'm getting a little chill just thinking about <laughs> That's it. funny you say well, that. If you want to chill, you can just go outside, don't you? Ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> That one cut deep, Joey. He is I'm just, so bad. I'm, I'm just you. playing. And yes, I agree, Steph. <laughs> Steph's face right now is priceless. Yeah. What happened? Don't even Actually, talk to him, Steph. I thought, I thought Dan was frozen <laughs> for a second. <laughs> so, Mickey Go Local, season one, a series of shorts featuring what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know why that was funny. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, just I thought funny. you said Mickey Go Loco at first. And now yes, I, just, I, and yeah. looked, I was yeah. like, oh. That's what it says. Mickey, go local. Local. Yeah, it sounded like you said local. <laughs> loco. Like Mickey went crazy. Maybe that's the play on words. Maybe that's what they were going for. Maybe. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a series of shorts featuring Mickey and Friends, which was made for Disney Channel in Asia. So it's probably going to be a cool Disney. different spin. Hopefully it would be different. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Then the next one is Disney Roll It Back Season 1, a spin-off web series based around the Disney Channel show Just Roll With It. They're doing a lot of like Disney Channel stuff. Yeah. So Dis- and there's another one for Disney Channel. Disney Channel Games 2008 Season 1 stars from Disney Channel shows and films compete. Now they're pulling out the archives. Yeah, like <laughs> that to me is like, listen, let's just give them something to keep them quiet. Because like, mm-hmm. what? You're going to give me 08? I mean, that was... That was 14 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shanghai gave us 2006. Yeah, they right. went even further. But that's like an event. Like, this is like... Yeah. I guess that is true, because that is this like is, a grand opening. Yeah, like, that's different. True. Like, I, that's like a documentary about the grand opening. This is like some cheesy childhood, like, fake Olympic thing on on, on, Disney, on Disney Channel. You know, like, what is it? Yeah, like, really. Miley Cyrus and Emily Osment, like, you know... Doing like the the three legged race. I mean, I, what they need to do is buy the rights to <laughs> Battle of the Network Stars from back in the seventies. I remember that. You know what I used to love too yeah. is remember the old quarterback challenge. They always having like a live. I used love to love that. Yeah. They should do oh. that. They should bring that back. Love the quarterback they, challenge. I used to love that. They haven't done that What's for the years. Quarterback challenge. All the quarterbacks in the league would. I guess they used to do it during um, Pro Bowl week. Pro Bowl, it, yeah, because they were in Hawaii. Hawaii. And they'd get every quarterback in the league, and they would just do quarterback contests, like who could throw the furthest, and an accuracy thing. And you know, that's um, cool. That was always fun to watch, especially like yeah. if, you're, if you're a sports nut, you'd be into it. You know, they should put that on Disney Plus from like 2001. Yeah, they got plenty of film going back on that. They can get yeah. it even before they're, the 2000s. They're ESPN, so I'm sure they have the they have it in the archive somewhere. Yep. All right, cool. What else? So Disney Elimination Fireworks Show, Disneyland Paris, a fireworks show from Disneyland Paris featuring illustrations. That would be cool to see. I mean, because cool. that's stuff we're not yeah. we're not going to see that show from them. So I'm curious as to how different it is from Illuminations at Epcot. Because I mean, who doesn't? That's yeah. always been that was my favorite end of the night kiss goodnight type of thing at all the parks to me that was my favorite and i'm going to really miss it not having it around anymore i'm curious if the paris one is that different does anybody know i don't know but i'm sure sure. it is i mean i would imagine it would be it would be different because the epcot one's so centered on the lake and is there a lake in disneyland paris that they i don't think so and this one will probably be in french so hope you love subtitles though they explode in (laughs) french or (laughs) i'm just joking i I hope it's i'm sure it's cool because like everything they do is cool but um i'm really gonna miss the epcot one so i'm kind of hoping it's similar to that just so i can at least pretend it's epcot or just give me the epcot one they should do that that's not on there yet right yeah they could yeah i think they should do that so if someone's listening i'll say my prayers tonight hopefully that happens all right what else we got also for marvel wandavision episode eight so I know that the last time I was on, I was not very thrilled with WandaVision, but these last two episodes, I'm going to say have completely, I'm hooked. Yeah. I will tell you, I was not sold. The first three episodes, I was not happy at all. But these and it's last, because you just don't know what the heck's going on. Yeah. I didn't. And I just, it, it could, I was very confused because it wasn't your typical Marvel type of show or movie. The first three episodes, if you go back and watch it after watching, you know, if you watch it more than once. You pick up yeah. stuff, right? Well, and I think you might be, it might be a little more terrifying now that you know what you know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually, me and my wife were actually talking about that, how we said, you know, we should go back after the series is done. We should go back and rewatch it because there's probably some stuff that. Oh, I'm sure. To roll to what ends up coming out with that. You just, at first you think, what what are they doing with it? And you knew it would get better, but you were like, what are they doing? There's probably little things in the like little Easter eggs that we don't realize at the time mm-hmm. that when you go back and you watch it and then you're like, oh, that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I'd be interested to go ahead and rewatch it from the beginning. Just to see what I missed. Yeah, because there's definitely some stuff there, I'm sure. Especially as with as clever as they are with the writing, you know. 
Mm-hmm. So. All right, what else? Um, all right, next we got Myth, A Frozen Tale, which is a, a new short that completely immerses audience in the sights and sounds of Frozen 2. An ordinary evening in uh, in an Arendellian home <laughs> uh, transforms into an adventure where elemental spirits of uh, air, fire, water, and earth reveal themselves through a whirlwind of 2D hand-drawn effects, 3D animation, and original music. Um, a lot of stuff that they do, I mean, the, the musical score is probably really good, and obviously yeah. the, the animation and stuff is probably really good. I would definitely check it out just for that fact. Yeah, I think this will be a good one to it i mean it's it's in the frozen universe so i right. mean you know it's gonna probably be pretty cool i think yeah, exactly that's why i said <laughs> <laughs> i'm just confirming <laughs> oh man confirming. confirmed yeah you guys are gonna be terrible at the trip I can just, I can just picture it. I, I'm gonna. I can I'm be gonna, very, I can be very sarcastic. And I feel Tiffany, like Joey, we're just gonna walk no, away no. together, okay? We're just yeah. gonna walk away. I feel like Joey could be very sarcastic as well. Um, Joey, where no. Where did you from? get that? Is that the impression you have? Not worse than Dan. I, I gotta I, learn about this sarcasm. <laughs> they call it sarcasm. <laughs> sarcasm. Yeah, I don't know how to do that yet. Look no. it up. <laughs> could you, could you imagine when it's like all of us in the parks together? Oh my like God, when, no. with, with Dan and Steph oh. in the parks too. Like it's going to be an absolute. There's some words I could have used, but I'll, I'll, I'll say just a, a, an event. Oh yeah, it's gonna be an event. Like I'll be far yeah. away from Joey and Dan. For it sure. might be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be far away. It might be a disaster. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it's they. Yeah. We uh, can they, still text. Oh. <laughs> we'll text you. <laughs> oh, you should text us when we're all together, Stephanie. I gotta be honest. I'm gonna yeah. cry. That, I'm gonna cry that Dan and Steph aren't there, man. I'm really. I was really bummed that when they couldn't. Yeah. I was really. Yeah, I thought cool. it would. This in my head, it was almost like it was a no. It was. It was obvious that you guys were coming, and then when you guys couldn't, it really was like. Oh. So you will buy words. Can't even put into. I can't even put into words how much I'm going to miss you guys. I really just thought that was going to be us too. It's going to hurt, but you know it already does. And but there'll be there'll be there'll be enough times where we're be in the parks. I'm sure coming forward. So of course, and um, you know, and and again, like I said last time, we're gonna. I I definitely want to do these little like field trips with us. You know, like maybe a cruise or or these other parks all over the world and stuff. We got to do stuff like that. That'd be so fun to do together. You know. Yeah. If there's one thing that's awesome. Is if when you get Disney in a big group setting with people that are like minded, it's the it makes the trips that much better. Mm-hmm. So, but nevertheless, let's get into this week's Disney Dollar Game. Uh, let's welcome Katie and Haley. How you girls doing? We're doing good. We're excited to be here. Thank you for having us. So glad you guys are participating in this week's game. Uh, hopefully, you guys will uh, pull out the big win, win that $25 Disney gift card. So uh, why don't you tell us where you're from and, and uh, what makes you guys love Disney so much? Well, we're from Davie, Florida, and we go to Disney probably like 10 times a year for all the wow. different events. Um, awesome. It's like a great escape for us. It's always changing. It's always fun to see everything that they have. It's just way magical. Yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always evolving. Yes. Okay, so you guys are ready to for your 10 questions? Yes, we're ready okay, so, for it. Great. So you know the rules, 10 seconds to answer each question. You get the first question right, you go into question two, and so on and so forth, till you get to question 10. You hear the buzzer, it's game over, unfortunately. All right, so you ready? Yes. Okay, so I start. the timer starts after I say the question. So it's not, once I get to that last word of the question, timer starts. All right? So question number one, in Bambi, what type of animal is Thumper? A rabbit. All right, next question. Question number two. What is the name of the tow truck in Cars? Mater. Very good. Question number three. What is Dumbo's mother's name? Oh, that's so bad. That's a hard one. I'm sorry, guys. It was Mrs. Jumbo. 
Oh gosh. Oh, we're out. <laughs> Don't feel bad. It's a tough game. They they got some tough questions on there, you know. And it's you know, ten seconds feels a lot longer than you think it is. And then when when the clock is ticking, yes, it, it goes really fast. <laughs> so Katie and Haley, we appreciate you guys playing. Remember, there's other ways to win money on this on this uh, on our podcast. You got prizes that you can win if you get the uh, trivia question based on a previous episode, correct? So um, always stay tuned for that kind of stuff. And and you know what? Uh, next time we do the next casting, we'll 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 bring you back for another shot at this what is that, oh, that sounds sound? great so again sorry you guys didn't pull it out but stay tuned there'll be other chances for you guys to win i'm sure okay thank you thank you so bye. much bye okay so that's going to bring us to this week's disney topic talk and today the crew is going to discuss our favorite disney queue lines when we're uh, we're in the parks you know i, I think so, always one of the things that disney always gets right is their queue lines are always half the excitement of a ride in most cases it's never just a line for the most part it's always like a story behind the ride that you get to enjoy and i think disney does it better than any other theme park on the planet it, it, it really just you know they really just immerse you into another world just while you're waiting online and thank god because some of these lines can get so long it's nice to be entertained let's bring it over to dan and steph what, do you guys have the same one or you got two separate ones? We have the same one. And you guys always honorable mention. You, have an honorable you guys mention. always yeah. have the same ones. It's like you're meant for Well, <laughs> this one's a little easier to match up though. Yeah. I, the most detailed ride what do you got? ever has the greatest detailed queue. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, I think we have a bigger appreciation having been on that tour last time we went mm-hmm. and we found out a lot of the backstory about that queue and all the different things that you can do mm-hmm. where it's, you can hit those instruments and hear them and everything. But I didn't know that if you hit all of them at the same time, it's actually playing the song. It's actually I didn't know playing. That. I didn't know that. Windows. Yeah, yeah. It's really yep. cool. So you guys all have to do it when you're there. Oh, no, no, for sure. But yeah, I, you know, it's, that's kind of the bad thing is when you get these great cues, it's like, oh, am I going to wait for the cue or do I want to use fast right. pass? You know, yeah, and it's, this is definitely one you have to do the cue. The, yeah. yeah, it's uh, there's so many so cool details. The Dread in family and there's a whole backstory with the Dread family and there it's a whole whodunit. Yeah, it's equally Little. different. It, cool, but different in day and night settings, I mm-hmm. think. Absolutely. It's a cool one to do regardless. This, I love how they brought in the sea captain. I love that character and I wish that, you know, the original concept for the Haunted Mansion was supposed to be about the sea captain. And I'm yeah. kind of bummed that they didn't go with that. But, you know, they did an okay job without it. But <laughs> I like that they keep this character going yeah. that doesn't really have a place in the mansion besides a, a picture or two. It's yeah. not really part of the story. But I I, I love that, that you could spend an hour in that queue. You really could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people just walk by it. And-, and they give you a little bit of a show, too, when you get into the room. Like, you yeah. know, they stay yeah. in character maybe as good as anybody at that at the one. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ring. We always try to find the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, My honorable mention. Is. Oh, what is it? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> so many. Right. Yeah. It's like everything. There's. Yeah. Okay. What? Tiki then? room. For the queue? Yeah. You get show? to stand out there and have yeah. your little mini show. Yeah. That's true. And, the sound and there's the just water. something about that vibe yeah. that you just. Oh, I'm you know all happy now. See? Yeah. There you go. It's, oh, it's yeah. very over looked it's not really a, a walkthrough queue it's just a walk up and stand there but you're still waiting for the doors oh to my open. gosh i can hear that waterfall yeah it's just something right really old school disney vibe about that yep. spot 
lot, you know, Absolutely. you can't help but be happy. And I hate when people aren't watching it or just like, you know, it's like they're missing the school and smacking people. Yeah. Watch yeah. it. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. And that, and does, does there like, is there any song that, that puts you in such a Disney spirit than the Tiki Room song? I mean, like, does yeah. it just put you in like the ultimate Disney mood? It yeah. really does. You know? So that's yeah, that's, that's actually, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even, I wouldn't even have thought of that one, but yeah, you're right. That's a good one. Yeah. Good honorable mention. Yeah, definitely. And and Haunted Mansion, Steph's right. You can't do a, a, a fast pass on Haunted Mansion. If you do, you need to get your park ticket revoked because what are you doing? Yeah. Like what what's well, going you on? Can, you just need to go to it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, because well, right. uh, the first time I'm going fast pass. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially if it's if it's had a history that week of you know being finicky, yeah. get that fast pass and get on it because yeah. you might not. And it'll yeah. probably so, stop while you're on it. <laughs> it stopped. I don't think I've ever been on it when it didn't stop. Exactly. Oh, you guys yeah. are lucky. It won't yeah. stop for me. I think because oh really? Is looking out for well, it has, but in the worst spot. Like yeah. we'll be right next to the wall. We <laughs> get the benefit of you know. Right. Right. Yeah, that's hard. The best is when it stops in the uh, in the graveyard. Man, yeah. you can see all the different animatronics. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Stopped in the graveyard and then the lights you got evacuated. The lights went on oh. and we were off. Oh, that's cool. Cue yeah. Stephanie having heart attack. That is my dream come true. Yeah, she really wants that. I want to be evacuated off Splash Mountain. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want to be evacuated off, um, I think it was Everest, because they walk you inside the mountain underneath. Oh, yeah. that sounds cool. You know, that's, and everything. I think that might, we might need to do this topic one time. Which, yes. <laughs> yes. Gonna just gonna that's that. that's going to be a future topic for sure. Yeah. I got to jot that down. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that idea. So, um, evacuation. I know, I know. We we were <laughs> I, I, we have somewhere in the in the in the future we were going to do a um a uh, which a topic of which ride do we want to get stuck on? Maybe we could do a little combo, make it both that. that, that sure, that of course. Well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, those are some good top good uh, good choices, man. What about what about Brad and Tiff? Sure. You know, <laughs> oh, there's so many to choose. There's so many good ones, but right now I'm not taking the easy way out. It's absolutely true. It's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh. You know, it's because the theater was closed down for so long. And when we came back, so much was preserved. There was, you know, wonderful additions made to make it Mickey and Minnie's, but the theater was still there. And, you know, until you cross through into the cartoon land with projections. And obviously we can't really enjoy it right now, but full film, goofy, everyone, so great. Explosion, effects, that everybody just is wowed whenever they occur. And it's a cue as attraction in itself, ending with a movie. So I love it. It's really good. Oh my goodness. We were shocked the very first time. Were you, I mean, if you guys, you guys have did the queue, right? We were there, yeah. the, I think the second day it opened and we're yes. so lucky that we made that because we would have had to be sitting here this whole time <laughs> waiting, you know? Yeah, I'm so glad yeah. you I love that. Love that ride. You know what? I, as much as I do like to ride, I have a little bit of like, I feel this, I miss the, the great movie ride. Like yeah. I get it I wasn't, I get it wasn't action packed and I get it wasn't like, you know, this great ride, but there was just something so like romantic about it. I don't know, I, man. I'm a huge film buff and I don't even know if that's the reason why. I just, to me, it was, it was Hollywood studio. It was yep. MGM. Yep. The last time I had a chance to ride it, my dang kids wouldn't want to go, didn't want to go on it. We didn't realize it was going to be, it would have been the last chance that we had to ride it and I wow. didn't get to ride it. And that's not the last, that's not the first time they did that to me they've done that to me before it rides that closed down and um 
and 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 so I, I hate them for that. But um, <laughs> I yeah, so like I never got to have that goodbye kiss yeah. with the great movie ride. And again, the, Ricky and Minnie's Runaway Railway is fabulous. It's it is. I just there's always like there's that thought of like why couldn't they have just built it next to it or somewhere else? I because yeah. I really miss. And I feel like Stephanie. Like, I feel like the great movie ride's right up your alley because it shows you like all like oh, the, yeah. the, the 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 film scenes and stuff. I feel like that that would be like right up your alley. Your, your theater background. I just I just love that ride, man, and I miss it like really like really bad and i get it and it's not a knock on mickey and Minnie railway i just missed the original ride man me too i went into it going well this it's you know this isn't gonna be as good and but and you know weird thing footlight parade is a little known movie that is my ultimate favorite movie and the great movie right because i'm in love with james cagney like i'm in so in love with him and <laughs> footlight parade is featured in the great movie ride and so i would just freak and so was saturday night fever just like all of our friends are in there and that movie was mad that ride was magical i don't yeah. know why she they came didn't in. make it right next to there why did they get in everyone yeah. this is the great movie ride she and came I, in one day and and I'm like, what do you, what shirt are you wearing? It was this weird face and it was pretty big. And I'm like, what is that? It's my Jimmy Cagney shirt. I'm like, James okay. Cagney, James Cagney. <laughs> I like, you know, the dancing James Cagney, you know, but anyway, and he was in that ride. And so when I knew it was over, we wrote it like three times so I could say goodbye to James Cagney. That's yeah, all. I didn't get to say goodbye. And they did it to me on Jaws, like Universal too. <gasps> Oh, Ooh, ouch. I never got to ride Jaws one last time. You're kidding. Now you can see why they're bad kids. Just one more reason <laughs> to hate kids. Terrible. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Tiff, what do you, do you have the same one or do you have another one? I have another one. Good. Let's hear it. Yeah. The Pirates of the Caribbean queue for multiple reasons. As we mentioned, like traditionally, when we are together as a whole family at the parks, like the last night that we're at the parks, we always end up riding that ride last before we went back home. So anyway, I love the smell of it. I love the theming. I even love that like when Miles was littler, maybe still now he plays with the, <laughs> the chains. I don't know. <laughs> But what I really, really love I don't is, allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> but anyway, well, I really love if this has happened like twice now, they'll have Jack Sparrow come down or other pirates in the one area that you can't get back there, but it's lit and there's cannons and he'll interact with you. And we have oh. twice now. And I don't know any other queue that has a character come in and, and do that. It's so fun. I wish they actually did that on more queues, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. I've never, I've never witnessed that. I've never had that. It's know. also a good cue to to kind of stop and look at things. It, yes. It's wide enough that, you know, mm -hmm. like Splash Mountain, I, I love those pictures and stuff, but it's pretty yeah. tight to stop and clog mm -hmm. it up. And yeah. I always like looking down on those guys in the kind of dungeon section. They're at the table. Yeah, those are my guys. Oh, I love that. And you know, you guys. feel like you're really in, you really feel like you're in like one of these forts. Like, you know, like it's yeah. it's so submersive and it really makes you feel like you're really in one of these, uh, what are they called? What are they called? What is it again? Armories? In an arm. Like it really makes you feel like you're in one of these armories. And like, even when they don't have like Sp Jack Sparrow walking through, like just even when you're just waiting on the line and you're just by, it just, you feel like you're in one of these armories and it's just, it's just so submersive. It's another one where it's there. Like it, it, it's part of the ride, man. It, it gets it. So you were, like when you get on your boat, you feel like you're literally like one of the pirates, man. I got, I got another pirate joke. Can I say one more pirate joke? Yeah. Yes, you can. What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? 
I don't know what did the pirate sand. <laughs> I matey. Get it? Oh, hey! I matey, I'm 80. Oh. Should have quit while you're ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I bit off more than I could chew. You got to explain. Yeah. Just kinda... Sorry, guys. <laughs> you got to be the Costanza. You got to leave the room. Costanza. I'm going to go feed the peacocks. I'll be back. What's your new thing? I love it. I love it. Oh, no, but last week the pirates queue, you're always going to cool off in there. That's that's another good one, too. Yeah, when it's hot out, it just stays nice and cool in there, man. Yeah. I that's true. They need the air conditioning, but it just, the smell, everything just feels really therapeutic. Yeah. It's good yeah. to be the ominous music. Yeah, that, like, mm, like organy kind of. Do, 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 you know, I feel the theme slowed down. I feel that way on Haunted Mansion too. I know that's weird, yeah. but I always feel that way. Like, oh, this is just so yeah. relaxing. Yeah. I like that music. I Ex- used to work out to that music. The only music. part of the cute pirates yeah. cue music. Remember, I said oh. that that's what I would work out to. Yes. The only part about the Haunted Mansion cue that I don't like, because I love it. The only part is like where everybody, like when you have to, everybody kind of tries to get to that corner of the room that's going to open up, like when you're in the, the enclosed room, mm-hmm. and you know. People have like you can see when people start like kind of inch their way to the door, and now everybody else is trying to inch their way to the door, and nobody wants to let anybody get in front of them, and it's like all of a sudden everyone makes a bum rush for the for the line. Yeah, that, you know, it's like I don't know how yeah. fights don't happen sometimes because there's definitely people that are like those shoving shoulders to get oh, in. Oh yeah, but, yeah. You know which door is going to open in the? You know how you go through the painting room mm-hmm. in the doors? Do you know how to tell which door is going to open? How? I don't know if I want to say. Oh, <laughs> no, you, you got to no, tell no, us no. now, Tiff. You have to. There's a little red light. <gasps> Head toward the little red light. And okay, it's always in the corner, right? It's you like told me that. Yeah, because oh, we yeah. always try to hang back. I don't want to rush in there. I want to hang back out. and see the room. I started to do that. But guys, it's so hard. Like, we walk through it. It's painful. There's I nothing there. I know. All right. Yeah, that's weird. That must be so bizarre. Yeah. It changes so it. It changes the whole thing. The whole it does. Mm-hmm. For all the, the ones that have the movies. Oh, and Tower Terror, we don't get to Yeah, you don't get the movie room and all that stuff. Where oh, you totally oh, and that's that's one of my favorites too. Me and my daughter will always constantly pick out like especially me and her, because she's a huge Twilight Zone fan as well. Yeah, we binge watch them when they have them on the, when they do the marathons during the holidays. We'll binge watch, we'll DVR and we'll literally watch like every episode together. And we'll 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 point out like the different little pieces from different episodes, but that was that episode, that was that episode. Before teller thing oh with um with uh captain kirk thank you yes um oh. that's what that's yeah. oh, that's the one we pick out the most that's the one we love the most yep. what, and i think that might be our favorite combined our favorite like that the one we both like the most that me episode. too yeah. there's that book too how to oh uh how to serve man how to serve man yep. yeah yeah oh. that's another good episode too <laughs> So, but uh, all right. Well, thank you, uh, Brad and Tiff. What about you guys, Joey and and Sam? Well, uh, now that Tiffany stole mine, <laughs> I'm hoping nobody steals mine. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. There's so many good. Uh, listen, ones. there there is a bunch yeah. of them. Yes. yeah. Pirates is one of my favorites. Um, and for a lot of reasons, she mentioned the smells, just the uh, the atmosphere of it, and all that stuff. But no, I mean, there's there's a bunch. Even Haunted Mansion is one of our favorites. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, there's so many. Yeah. Um, Smuggler's Run and Galaxy's Edge. I've even talked about that, but I'm probably going to go with uh, Expedition Everest. And I've mentioned this before. God, just- Joey. Gene's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> really <laughs> winning tonight, isn't he? I know. I'm going to go yeah. feed the peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that one there. Um, 
Obviously, it's not as comfortable because you're still outside and stuff like that as you get inside a little bit, but it's more open air stuff. So it's not like you can cool off like you can in Pirates, really. But yeah, just the the memorabilia and stuff that they have in there is awesome because every time I go through there, um, you see different stuff because you just can't see everything. So you like to read some of the stuff that they have there and seeing some of the artifacts and things like yeah. that. I think it's really neat to see. And then, you know, you see the, some of the photos they show where they're up on Everest and stuff like that. That's And not to mention, it happens to be one of our favorite rides, but- that in itself is cool just because it has instead of just being you know they're where they're just doing like i guess fictional stuff about a yeti they've actually got stuff where you know it's stuff that could possibly be real or maybe it's it's actual facts that that have been found or evidence and things like that so that stuff to me is it's fascinating it's even interesting i've even seen some of stuff on uh, disney plus where they're they're doing like expeditions to try to find you know modern day searches for the yeti and stuff like that and stuff yeah. like that. that stuff is really awesome for all the same reasons that joey mentioned is why i have to find a new answer for when it's my turn um joey <laughs> spot on though joey yeah no that's it's uh, for the same exact reasons that's that's why that's my favorite too sorry gene no it's i'll get over it i'll try at least uh, well, so yeah, gene's no, favorite is ditto <laughs> <laughs> what he said um yeah. Uh, yeah no it is like the the artifacts to me there's so like every time i go to i feel like i've picked i find a new artifact that i didn't yep. the last time yep. um and yeah i mean like there's a part of you that says is that you know sometimes you're like hey is it real or is it not like i'm sure there's a lot of real stuff and then i'm sure the stuff they made up for the for the ride too you know just because that's what they're good at making up stories yeah but i'm sure a lot of that stuff is actual like artifacts too where i feel like rides like the haunted mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean are almost like more immersive and they make you feel like those cool Disney vibes of like when you were a kid because they, they're like traditional rides. I feel like with Expedition, Expedition Everest, it's like a cool queue line. It's like it's it's, like, it's a different kind of spin on, on a queue line. It's just like cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, so yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's an awesome queue line. What about what about Sam? For me, I'm a Haunted Mansion girl, so I'm going to go with Haunted Mansion. I love the smell, the music. I mean, my whole mood changes while we're in the, the ride. I just love everything about it. When Halloween comes around, our whole house gets transferred into Haunted Mansion themed stuff. So I love the queue line for Haunted Mansion. I think it's great. The detail and just everything about it. I like the, um, that when you, she was saying, it's funny because when you're online and I don't even know if they mentioned this, but I like looking up at the little grassy areas and I like reading the tombstones and the way they have all that stuff set up. It's mm-hmm. That stuff is awesome to me. It's yeah. so good. And yeah. how it's all the Imagineers and how they work everything in oh my mm-hmm. gosh there's so much yeah, there's a lot of cute. hidden stuff and the music every time we get on the ride we're all singing yes. the whole time we're just singing yes <laughs> that's probably aiden's favorite cue too no yes favorite ride that one in everest I, I mean he really likes everest too yeah but he really likes the books the moving books on um haunted mansion in you the know? library you mean the, no, in the, 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 the you know, oh in the queue yeah in the queue sorry yeah the, yeah the interactive yeah. yeah, yeah, the interactive, absolutely. So I think that's got to be one of his favorites. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I'd say my favorite cue is probably the people mover. That escalator is awesome, you know. <laughs> but no, um, <laughs> are you serious? No, I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just joking. Like, I like the way you feel. You can feel the tire under your feet as it's yeah. going. It's like nice, soft rubber. You just kind of like it's it's easy on your feet. You know, it does feel good. It's the best 25 feet in all of Disney World. Let me tell you. It, yeah, um, and the incline, it feels good. Carousel of Progress queue. That's 
<laughs> that's it so is barnstormer yeah <laughs> but no i again mine is is was always expedition everest um just because i just thought it was so cool and like i said every time i'm on that ride in that queue i find something that i didn't notice last time and you kind of learn a little bit more you know i guess like for, for honorable mentions i'm going to even keep it in animal kingdom i feel like animal kingdom just has like the the the, the new kind of queue cool 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 cue lines. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta say that five <laughs> times fast. Um, so I got two, and I'll, I'll, I because I have to go a little impromptu because I had Expedition Everest, and then Joey oh, stole it. The whining about that. <laughs> <laughs> but dinosaur is a very cool, cool, cool. I can say it. Cue line. I love the dinosaur cue line, especially that with cool. the, that one's pretty cool. That one's cool. Yeah, with like Felicia Rashad, and and yeah, you know, I, I think the whole that storyline is pretty cool with that oh, wacky. Yeah scientist that's taking advantage to send you back in time and then i also love um he doesn't believe in us though he's like it, you're not gonna make it you're not yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. that's the other thing too like, it. i knew you would i'll tell you so, i'll tell you one thing though every <laughs> single time i go back in time i bring back an iguanodon literally every single time i haven't failed once oh we did actually i'm a perfect 100 there you go so um, and then another cool uh, cue. My only beef with it is that my only my only gripe, Dan, gripe. is yeah. that um, and we haven't had a gripe in a while from Dan. I know. I'm Dan. Come up with some gripes, dude. Have you seen You're the so happy for country bear jamboree? Like it's just a word, <laughs> a step. Ooh. Yeah, like. <laughs> Well, that's I. I think that's on a limited time anyway. So, <laughs> but um, but the other cute line I like, and I, my again, my only beef is just a little too long sometimes. Is because I feel like it takes about. I feel like the wait is like usually like two hours, but the hour of it is the is the cool part of the queue. Is Pandora? I think Pandora's like backstory to the ride is actually pretty cool. The uh, flights of passage, you know, where they 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 take the the scan, and I think all that stuff is pretty cool. And it's just that it's so long. I feel like every time you enter a new room, you're like, especially if you haven't been on it yet. Every time you enter a new little chamber you think this is where the ride is and then okay no and then you get to another chamber okay this is the next chamber's gotta be the ride right no or another thing so it's it's by it's literally by about 10 different rooms you finally get to the ride and the ride is well worth it but at least they keep you entertained for it it's just that they keep dangling that carrot in front of you no okay next one no but it's at least they they do a good job of keeping you entertained on it and that's cool so they put a bathroom in now. <laughs> Did yeah. they really? I mean, that's how long it is. Really? It reminds yeah. me of soaring. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's you can tell the ride's at the end of the long hallway. You get to the end of the hallway and you're like, oh, no, it's the end of that hallway. Yeah. Oh, no, it's the end of that hallway. And at least we have Patrick, Patrick Warburton, Warburton at the end of the soaring, though. Yeah, I agree with you. It's so good. You're almost moving through it too fast now. Yeah. You're like, why you stop? And it's like, yeah. You know, you know what? One I'm surprised that nobody <laughs> mentioned, I thought for sure, is Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually, that's that's a cool one too. Or the mine train, yeah. Well, mine train, yeah. That, yeah. That's a good one too. Yeah. There's, There's a so lot. Of- we we got to spend all the things together and get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a moment. Actually, I love doing that with strangers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. Well, no, look at yeah. making friends yeah. at Disney. <laughs> Everybody, put your hand but, on an instrument. Listen to Grim Grinning Ghosts. And that's one, of, like I said, and that's why it's even a topic is because they just do the cue lines right, man. Like they keep yeah. you entertained, and they not only do they keep you entertained but they make you feel like you're in the zone like you that when you enter the ride you're you're part of this new world and they get it right man like like i said yeah. unless they don't need a queue there's a good queue. like i don't think there's any really bad queues unless it's just a line like there's you know the rides where it's just a line obviously it's, it's not even a queue i feel like any queue they do is pretty good for the most part like i don't well, really people think feel big thunder something. could be better there's not really anything bit. as you go through it really yeah. 
It's tight too. It's very tight. Well, I it's very yeah, it is very it is very narrow. But I like just the um the decor, I guess you could say, like how it's like put together. Yeah, you're right. There's not too much like new stuff that you're gonna see, but at least I feel like you're in like that vibe of being out in the old west. You know what I mean? You just set the dynamite off. Yeah, yeah, you got that. Oh yeah. I always like look forward to seeing the Apple Dumpling Gang wanted poster. I want a reboot of the Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Do you know how many people that are listening to this probably right now don't even know what the heck the Apple Dumpling Game is? I know. There's a lot of people that know it. Don Knotts, man. Don Knotts is the man. Yeah. (laughs) When did he die? It was only like 2010, 2011. I mean, 2011, 2012. I I didn't think it was that long ago. I, I, yeah, I think they need to redo an apple dumpling game, man. That would be Absolutely. so cool. Absolutely, yep. You know, with like fresh little twist on it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I figured generation would definitely like. Hey, know, they're remaking games. a ton of stuff. You never know. Yeah, I mean that's the thing yeah. now, right? Make, remake, remake, remake. Yep. So what do we always say? Disney. One of the things that Disney does better than, than Universal is it's not the rides necessarily; it's the experience. And part of that experience is the queue line. That's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. If it's just a ride, then yeah. If you only want the rides, take the fast pass or go to like a Six Flags or, or go to a Universal because it's the ride. But the one thing that that Disney has, besides having cool rides, is their experience. It's the overall experience. And that's what you get out of the queue lines. So anyone can tell you, I think that there's a million awesome queue lines in Disney. So, um, And those are just some awesome options. And if you haven't checked out any of those queue lines, everybody out there, make sure you, next time you go, give it a shot without the, without the Fast Pass one time. But yeah, so... Check all that stuff out, guys. Next time you're in the parks, make sure you take advantage of the queue lines. Take advantage of your fast passes, but also take care, take advantage of taking some time on the queue lines and, you know, just getting even more into the rides and, and more into the park itself and just seeing what these Imagineers meant. They, you know, when these Imagineers put these rides together, they don't just mean the ride. They're giving them a complete experience. Yeah, they theme everything. Yeah, so like, you know, and they do a fantastic job. Give them their due and just just witness it because I guarantee where if some people are just trying to move at the speed of lightning at some of these rides to so do as many as you can, you're missing the boat on, on some of the, on what makes it even better. Yeah, I feel like you'll enjoy the rides even better if you actually enjoy the queue line. So uh, yeah, I think a lot of people don't experience the story of a lot of these things. That's exactly it. You know, and that really is essential to a lot of Disney in general. That's what he prided himself. Yeah, that's that's what that's all built on. And then uh, what's cool a lot of times is regardless of what the initial story was and concept drawings, sometimes that stuff comes back later. Mm-hmm. So kind of knowing that mm-hmm. stuff is always cool. Mm-hmm. Cause then maybe you'll see it pop up, you know, in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and that's again, that you, you hit the nail on the head. It's the story. It's, it's not just a ride. It's a story. Mm-hmm. And the ride gives you a chance to be part of the story. So, yeah. And unfortunately right now, a lot of these cues are kind of hacked up and, and corners cut because of obviously what they have to do. So, which stinks because you know what? Now's the time without fast pass, you would take advantage right. of the queue. And now it's I like, know. it's almost like, oh, the one time you can't do fast pass, you can actually, have, right. you're forced to take advantage of the queue. You can't even take advantage of some of these cues. So, yep. but, um, okay. So that's going to do it for this week's show. So, uh, before we get out of here, let's do some thank yous and some announcements. First, make sure you check out the Instagram at the magical lifestyle. It's at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle to find out how to enter the giveaway we have, the gift card giveaway, it's super simple. So answer and you have a chance to win a nice big Disney gift card. Uh, up next, we also um, want to talk about the end. This is the end of the Disney dollar game. 
Uh, we're taking a month off from the Disney Dollar Game. It will be back in April with all new contestants, all new questions, all new rules. It should be it should be pretty fun. Just uh, hit us up on Instagram as well if you want to uh, join up for that and you want to be a contestant. We have a bunch already lined up, but we're still taking contestants for that. So make sure you hit us up for that. Uh, also, starting next week, March 1st, we will have a new official sponsor and partner part of the Disney Underground. Uh, so please make sure you guys tune in next week. We're actually going to have somebody on the show from this new surprise sponsor and partner. But uh, yeah, so he'll be our new official sponsor every episode going forward, a new, a new partner. So check him out. He'll be on to talk about that next week. And with that, let's uh, let's do some thank yous. We want to thank our sponsor for today, Ears by Elena. So remember, you can check her out on her Instagram and you can check her out on Etsy. So uh, it's, ear, it's at Ears by Elena. And it's on Etsy at etsy.com slash shop slash ears by Elena. So you're going to want to check her out. And then also let's send a huge thank you to our two new friends that joined us today. Melissa from Vegan Disney World and Lisa from The Happiest Vegan on Earth. Please check out their Instagram and their websites. And uh, that way you can get some cool information on how to be a vegan in Disney. It's, it's definitely, I think if you don't look into it, it could sound kind of intimidating and scary. Maybe you, you might not think there's a lot of options there for you, but there are a ton of options. Check out their page and they can uh, they can let you know where to go and where to find the best Disney meals that are vegan and vegetarian friendly. And uh, with that, guys, we had a great show today. I really appreciate all the info. I think uh, we definitely got some cool, uh, some cool cues, some cool cues, and uh, a ton of news today, dude. I feel like <laughs> you got it. Like, um, but let's say goodbye to adios to everybody, Brad and Tiff, our Disney locals. Great spending time with you guys, and as always. You know, follow us on uh, Instagram and YouTube and tune in daily for Disney history. So, yeah, this day in Disney. Yeah. And where can they find this day in Disney? On Years of Ears at Instagram and YouTube forward slash Years of Ears. There you go. We'll see you next time, guys. And uh, Joey and Sam. Yeah. Have a, it was it was fun. It was As always. a great show. Yeah, it was a great show. It was good having you both in today. We usually we don't get Sam's presence today. We were I honored know. by it. Although we yeah. couldn't see you because it's a <laughs> it's a frozen blank screen, but you know. <laughs> is it still is it still frozen? Now it's yeah. just a black That's screen black. to me. No, it's black. Yeah. What the heck is going I have on? no idea. And it's funny because on our end, everybody looks perfectly fine the entire show. Yeah, and you and you sounded fine. Like there's no there's nothing wrong with the vocals. So yeah, it's just it's just a video thing. Is what? it that messy that you don't want to show us? What's I was about to say, if you, <laughs> at this rate, you could have used the old room. but uh we'll see you guys next time and i'll see you guys actually and brad and tiff i have to see in uh a few a few weeks yeah looking forward to it i know we're very excited yes and with that our besteners of the midwesterners dan and steph we'll see you next time thanks for joining thanks for joining in come check us out on our instagram why are you looking at me like that (laughs) on our instagram at rock and roll dw oh oh. yeah i think i'll go a little plug I think, I'll go over, I think I'll go over there and check it well, out. Well, come on over. What's going on with that that video? That there's tons of exciting content. But weren't you going to post a new video? What happened? It's not ready yet. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's in the oven, Dan. Leave it alone. Uh, no, it'll be up and running. All right. Well, till then, have a rip roaring day. Bye. So, guys, remember, have a great today and even better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time.